welcome. Welcome back again, folks. This is the Samuel Blanco podcast. Glad to have you guys back. I hope you guys, I hope there's like a thousand people listening right now. I don't know. It might be. I don't know. Let's hope. I only got 15 views on my fucking Spotify from last episode, guys. You got to pick it up. I don't know. Well, anyways, I'm here with my good friend, Taylor Head. What's up, Tay? What up, guys? How y'all doing? Woo-woo! Damn, man, it's good to, good to have you here. Thanks for having me. It's good I'm to a, be here. A man I totally respect on so many different levels. Tay, you've taught me a lot in my life, honestly. And it, 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 maybe it's not like something that's like so obvious, you know, but I feel like there's a lot of people that come into your lives and they just teach you like, like a little shit, you know what I mean? Just to like... Just realize that maybe you are not perfect and realize that other people's other people have like good qualities, you know, and, you know, just try to like pick up on that and realize that maybe you can be better. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I definitely think that's true. You know, the whole it's the little things that matter definitely plays plays true in more aspects and mm-hmm. just like doing things for people or things mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, I think. I talked to my, my boss about this the other day. I know he said we weren't going to talk talk about work, but... <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's more of what he said than work-related, yeah. but he uh, he's, he's an older guy, and he brought up, just randomly, he said, you know, I've, the old, with my age, I've learned I don't surround myself around judgmental people, mm-hmm. and it resonated really well with me, and part of that is I think a lot of times people are quick to judge, but mm-hmm. don't ever actually take the time to sit back and self-reflect on themselves right you know what i mean so i mean there's a reason people judge and it's because they see a lack in themselves right right they're trying to compensate right you know exactly. they, they want to put somebody down to make themselves feel better which i mean it's human nature but at the same time you know so is sex but mm-hmm. you learn like how the, to control that it's like the opposite way like I, I put people up and i realize like oh, i'm kind of shitty you know and, I, and it's like and i feel like that's kind of an important trait because it's like it's a realizing that you are not perfect and that you can become better. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, we all have, we all have problems. We all have skeletons. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, it amazes me how people can go through life and, and treat people the way they do. And it, and it doesn't, it, it, that lack of a cell or of a, of a conscience, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, they never sit back and like, wow, that was screwed up what I did mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, Simple shit is like, like today I was late, you know, that the whole way over here. I'm like, God damn it. Like oh, man. No, I need to be on. Good. Well, I mean, but you know, it's not, yeah. I'm not going to let it ruin my day, but yeah. it's still something that I think about, exactly, you know what I mean? Sure. And yeah, that's just, just, that's like a basic human kindness thing though. You know, it's like, man, I don't want to fuck over this guy, you know, but some people just don't have that in them where it's just like, oh, I'm fucking over this guy. I don't it's really crazy care. to see, you know? dude. It's crazy to see. Yeah. Like it happens more often that way than the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, mm-hmm. it blows my mind. It really does. Yeah. People are fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. We all are, man. We're all crazy, man. But, we you all know, are. It's all good. So what do you, what have you uh, been up to, man? What's, uh, you know, not much what's dude. going on with Tay? Um, just, I've gotten really into Call of Duty over the pandemic. Hell yeah. So I've been, you know, been, Dude, been pulling I, some dubs. I have not owned a game console since I was 13 years old. See, I, I had bought, so funny story. I woke up one day to a knock on the door and <laughs> went and opened the door and there's an Amazon box in front of me to my name. So I open it up and it's an Xbox. Yeah. Where the hell did I get this? Or when did I order this? <laughs> 
excuse me, I uh, I, I guess I got drunk one night and ordered an Xbox. Ordered an Xbox. <laughs> so I wanted to make my my gamer tag. Don't drink in Amazon. But even then, <laughs> it sat and collected dust up until COVID hit. Yeah. And then that's kind of whenever I got back into the games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's, I mean, that's what's up. Been bunch doing, of Call of Duty. Bunch of Call of Duty. Uh, hanging out with Caitlin. Yeah. You know, she's, new life. Yeah. She's uh she's joining the military and stuff, so she's joining the military. She is, yeah. She uh what branch? Army. She's doing she's a army. program called C I D, which is Criminal Investigations Division. So she uh sh- she should be shipping off January for basic and then she'll do job training. So I'll have about a year off from her, which <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I'm not excited <laughs> for it, but Yeah, it sounds like it sucks, man. You know, it be, will. Be a whole year away from your significant other, you know, that's kind I of I mean, I'll get to see her here and there, you know. Yeah, little, little visits. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been keeping my weekends free mm-hmm. from life, you mm-hmm. know, and and trying to spend time with her. Yeah, for sure. She's got a friend in town right now, which you met, Jenny. Yeah, yeah. You know, on your mm-hmm. birthday. Um that she uh she's she's staying with us for a bit from Virginia and We've just been kind of hanging out and, you know, doing what we like to do. Yeah. So. Cool, man. Hell yeah. You brought up my birthday, man. I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you for being there, man. It was definitely a different birthday for me because, like, I invited all these people and it's, like, all these people that I really cared about, you know? And, like, that night, I it was, uh, it's really been a while since I felt, like, that kind of love from, like, someone, like, people, like, from other than my family, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it really, like, thank you, Tay. <laughs> yeah, dude, no, of course, man, of course. Yeah, dude, it's just, you know, and it wasn't like, I don't know, just, there was 12 different people there from, like, 12 different phases in my life that I just, like, I just really appreciate, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. I, yeah. Again, I apologize for, for being behind on time there as well, but I was dude. glad to be there. For sure. Tay, we're going to sit down here and, like, talk for, like, two hours. But, like, I appreciate five minutes with you, bro. Because you are really, like, someone that I look up to. You were someone that, like, whose mind I respect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you have uh, ideas that, like, not, like, every single people have. You know? You have this way of life. And, like, I really, uh, I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I knew. I knew, again. It's, it's, a, it's a namaste thing, you know? Namaste means my soul recognizes yours. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely one of those type of things. Well, and I think you said it that night, you know, people come in your life and and you just know, you yeah. know, and, and, and even then, you know, I have friends that are really needy, which I'm not really friends with anymore because <laughs> I got my own life, yeah. but it's the people that, that you can put shit down and you don't have to see them, you know, for months and months and months even because, I mean, that before your birthday, I can't remember the last time that we got together and hung out and I did that kind of stuff. You poked your head into my... Uh my work once in a while, you know, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love seeing, seeing you guys whenever I, whenever we go up there. My bad for people that don't know, it's me and Tay work together. I trained him and, uh, you know, just from there, we like, yeah, I became real good friends. Became really good friends. I mean, we spent, I spent more time around you than I did my wife at the time. (laughs) So it was 40 hours a week. (laughs) Yeah. 40 plus hours a week. Sometimes up to 70, you know, God, man, that shit was, it's a rough. It's rough working in restaurants, man. Yeah, it is. It's it's, it's the lifestyle for it's sure. Definitely the lifestyle. It's something you got to get used to. Oh it's, yeah, it's like hard too. You know. It, I mean, it it. Excuse me. Like every job, it has its uh its ups and downs for sure. You know, yeah. it's the people you meet are fantastic, and 
you know, you get you get you get experiences you you don't get at another job, mm-hmm. but you also have a bunch of other things. Yeah, working late, working, you know, long hours. And like how you said, like meeting new people. I've met so many different people working in a restaurant, man. Like from felons to fucking like doctorate people. You know what I mean? Right. Like working server jobs. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and felons working dishwasher jobs. You know, all in the same building. You know. Yep. One. Um. When you're there, though, you don't, you don't, for instance, working with the felons, you don't feel that side of that person, mm-hmm. you know, you, mm-hmm. you, sometimes I guess, but I never really, I never really felt danger or in danger, right, right. Or, you know, anything like that. So yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's an interesting atmosphere to be in. It's definitely interesting, man. Cause it's like, it's high stress. People are always like talking shit to each other, you know, and not like in a mean way, sometimes in a mean way, you know. Well, but it's when you get busy, you get you get emotional. Yeah. And then once the shift's over, it's you know high fives and yeah, hey, let's yeah, go get yeah. a beer, you know, whatever the case may be. After I clock out and I walk out of my work, I feel like God. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so happy. I feel like I'm weightless. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to go out and like have fun. You know what yep. I mean? Well, I mean, do you watch The Office? Yeah. Do you do you know that episode where they hire uh, Danny Cordray? He, sorry, I'm a huge Office fan. They hire him on as a traveling salesman, and Dwight like gets on to him, and then he's like, he looks at his watch, and he's like, oh, it's five o'clock, and Jim, Jim goes, that's it, and he's like, yeah, it's after hours. I'm not taking this shit home with me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, shakes his yeah. hand and he walks out the door with a smile on his uh-huh, face. You know, yeah. and that's exactly how it is. It's yeah. like, you know, when you're when you're in the heat of the moment, emotions get heavy, but yeah. once it's all over with and you're clocking out and walking out the door, it's like your buddies again yeah exactly yeah, you know yeah. and i mean back to back to friendship in general you know you you uh you kind of have to be able to talk shit to your friends and have that dynamic because if, sure. i don't trust people that are just always nice and mm-hmm. don't can't tell me if i'm doing something wrong yeah it's kind of like having a booger hanging out of your nose and just talking to the guy and he's got a booger hanging out of his nose. And, and you don't, don't say anything. anything. Yeah. It's yeah. like, dude, yeah. I would rather someone say, hey, bro, you got a booger hanging out yeah, of your nose. For sure. like, yeah. You should probably fix that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, why would you? I'm fucking gross. You know? <laughs> exactly. I'm looking at you in the face like, hey, bro, get that booger off your face. You exactly. <laughs> and I don't understand people that will be scared about that. You know? Just, you you got to be straight up with people, you know? Yeah, I know it's loud, right? These bikes are so sensitive. <laughs> they really, I tried to kind of put it I down. I know, but... it's so hard, bro. Every single sound, yeah, don't don't fart. <laughs> <laughs> not, even a, not even silent, bro. I'll hear it. <laughs> I wasn't intending on it. <laughs> Just a... <laughs> right? Oh, shit, man. Yeah, man. Uh, it's good to be here with you, Tay. Yeah, it is, man. This Talking is this is mics. really fucking cool. Yeah, man. I hey, wish look. I could see where we are, man. This is this is a badass little studio. Yeah, 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 I gotta I gotta take a selfie with you before I uh, before we leave. Perfect. Yeah, 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 with all this shit, yeah. That'll work, man. It'll, I'll make the cover art for this little episode. I forgot that for the last one too, so I gotta remember to keep doing that. It's a work in progress. It's definitely a work in progress, man. This is episode number three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be on so early. Yeah, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, bro. It's also convenient you're right down the 26. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes down the road. There you go. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love I love living in that neighborhood though. It's yeah, it's a perfect little starter home, man. It's, it's really nice. Yeah, starter home. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, like, uh, I'm glad to use that word because I can't. It wouldn't. No, I mean, if anything, me and, me and my wife will just turn it into uh, an investment type. Mm-hmm. You know, or rental property. Yeah. 
and just sit on it until we feel like selling. But well, that neighborhood, it's just, uh man, it's just so many people in such a small space. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, the houses are too close to each other. I don't mind it, though, man. It's well, very, I, I, I do. it's community. I, but you, but look at where you live. Yeah, for sure. Look for at sure. where you live. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, I live right off Lake Dunlap, and yeah, I got this whole wide open space in my backyard. Yeah, and I get that, yeah. This but, beautiful fucking garden you have in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome thank you thank you for saying that because i don't want to say it. i don't want to be bragging <laughs> <laughs> well it is i'll brag for you <laughs> but yeah i just i just uh i just don't like having like people be able to like look inside your back windows and shit you know i don't like that at all yeah i mean that that you know we do keep the blinds closed especially at night more so just because mm-hmm. when light's emitting out of the house yeah, it's yeah. very easy to see inside yeah and, and me, man, I just, sometimes I got to make noise. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, sometimes I want to make noise on a Tuesday night, you know? You can't out there, you know? Yeah, I mean, where I, specifically where I live, I have the coolest fucking neighbors you could ask for. Like, yeah, that's cool. One of them, one of them's an oil field guy, and mm-hmm. we hang out, you know, drink beer all the time. Guy across does, like, construction work, mm-hmm. so we do the same, and... You know, I got a neighbor on the other side. I'm not really sure what, what's going on in that house, but they don't bother me, so I don't mm. really care, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's condensed, but it's, it like I said, it's an investment, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And for first, for me and Caitlin being married for a year and mm-hmm. for a first home, yeah, it, it's exactly... What you needed? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm tired of paying someone else to live somewhere when I could, yeah. you know, pay myself to mm-hmm. live there, mm-hmm. so... For sure, man, for sure. That's the perk, for sure. And I think that the only reason I, I say all that is just, I don't think I'm really a community guy. You're not. I'm not. <laughs> you're not. I'm a loner type of guy, man. I feel like I, I could I wouldn't even say there, you're, you're, a, you're a small group type of guy. Okay. You, Define you, that. Well, I mean, I think you, uh, like you, you got people that you have respect for mm-hmm. and that you enjoy being around. Mm-hmm. But if they don't fall in that, like, in those parameters yeah. of a personality, yeah. then, and that's something I've always envied about you. Like, I always give people way more chances than they deserve. Yeah. And you're kind of like, nope, you don't fall in this parameter. I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for sure, for sure. You don't even make the effort, and, and that's not a bad thing at all. That's, a that's a, again, a good quality to have. Yeah. Some people you just waste time on, man. And, it, yeah. and, like, I've wasted time on, like, friends and shit, you know, and just people that fuck you over constantly, constantly. And that's not a friend, you know? And so it's like, why would I give a fuck? Yeah. You know? Well, they're friends when it's convenient for them. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. That's yes. how, again, going back to what we talked about earlier, that's how a lot of people are. It's it's very self-driven interest, not, yeah, not so yeah. much, you know, being being a human being and being personable and that mm-hmm, kind of stuff. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. if, you, if you take a look, take a step back and at the end of the day, we're, we're animals. Yeah, so, for sure. And, Monkeys. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. all classified, you know, like we're also certain 50% animals. We're banana. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know, man. That's what Caitlin tells me. <laughs> You're half a banana. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean we're we're communi- we're communal, you know, species. Yeah. So it's just it's interesting to me how many people just go around and fuck people over constantly and just think about themselves. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't that kind of like a, you know, monkeys? They have the. What are the head honchos? What are the, the alphas? You yeah. Know I mean, they're kind of loners. Alphas are kind of loners. You yeah. Know? You got to be kind of an asshole to be an alpha. You, you know do. What I mean? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. it definitely, it, t- it takes a special personality to be an alpha for sure. Yeah. And, but at the end of the day, the alpha usually takes care of the community. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So 
puts that all in his back. Well, their vested interest is in, in making sure theirs are taken care of, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of like being in a, in a family setting. You know, you when you do have kids and things like that, I don't. But, you know, I've, I see it with friends that do, with friends that I have, you know, older older friends and stuff like that that have already put kids through. When, when it comes to their kids, like, that's all they care about. Yeah. And it doesn't matter about you or anybody else. It's It's your little community right yeah, you know what I'm yeah saying? for sure for sure man. so yeah. hey i don't want to like i don't want to get too political but i just wanted to, your opinion on the uh the election this year not not in terms of like you who's be gonna specific, be president dude. you gotta be specific because i have like a million opinions about a million different types of i don't opinions. i don't i don't really care about you know I'm, I'm, who, who you support or anything I'll start like that with this i didn't vote I didn't either. I'm not even registered. Yeah, I'll, I'm not, I'll be I'm honest. I'm not registered either. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to pick between two dumbasses. That's yeah. That's bro. not an option. Give yeah. Give me more options. Have you seen that South Park episode? It's like picking between a douche and a turd sandwich. It's literally what this election was about. Well, man. I mean, it's 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 every year, and it cracks me up. Every four years, but yeah. well, every four <laughs> every election year. Every election me. year, yeah. It cracks me up because these uh these people, what no matter what side you're on. You know, they're, oh, I'm going to leave the country if so-and-so wins. Or, yeah. you know, they act like the world's going to end. And then it, you wake up after inauguration, you wait a year, and everything's fine. It, it's all the same. Every, yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. You wake up, you go to work, and you do your shit. It's what I was like, what yeah. I was more so asking about, like, the election fraud. Mm. Like, have, oh, you, have, fraud. You, have you listened or read anything about any of that and have an opinion on it? Like, I've seen, like, you know, like... Uh, okay, what, like, news media reports is, like, glitches, you know what I mean? But it, I feel like, you know, glitches, like, I feel like, like, some of them are only, like, small, you know? They're only, like, 300 or 400 count glitches, you know what I mean? But, like, Trump's claiming that there's, like, 3 to, like, 7 million, like, faulty votes, you know what I mean? And it's just, like... Well, I mean, it, it, when you lose, you want to try to do everything you can... To save your dignity. And, He's and, trying everything, bro. Yeah, well, and, and I mean, <laughs> He's going you know, Al Gore did the same thing. Uh, yeah, for sure. 2000 election. Yeah, it was like virtual tie and they had to go through the, like, the Supreme Court and all that shit. Yeah. So this isn't like brand new or anything, you know? But, yeah, but I feel like this is a crucial election year in terms of like, you know, technology has its ups, but it also equally has its downs. Yeah. And I think, you know, with COVID happening this year, that, that validating mail-in voting. Mm-hmm. And you know things like that, where that opened like that's a lot of people's hands. But another thing about mail-in voting is that like Trump like slowed it down like intentionally, you know? Right. Well, he, like I don't know if it was Trump. I don't know. You might. I don't know. People listening might will fucking like correct me. I don't fucking know. Right. But like it, something in the government made the fucking post office slow down, and it slowed down all these mail-in ballots. And then he's like, "Well, you can't count these ballots after the election. It's already happened." You know what I mean? But like these are still valid votes. You know what I mean? Right. But. But for instance, uh, the girl living with me waited till literally election day to mm-hmm. mail because she's living with us. But to mail in her vote is registered in in uh, Virginia. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? But she waited. Like there should have been a cutoff point leading up to the election yeah. to where those votes got and yeah. to you know to be counted, not 
oh, it's election day, mail in your votes. And then it gets, yeah. you know, it takes three days yeah. to get where it needs to get. And, and then, that's fair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, like It's definitely like a different year, though, because, you know, with COVID, you know, people are scared to go to the polling is. stations and shit, you know, and they want to rather mail in their votes. And I'm sure there's so many more people that are mailing in votes, you know. Yeah. And it's just something that we got to, you know, compensate for, you know, as a country. You just got to deal with it. You know what I mean? Yep. Not just say that. I won the election on election night, even though, like, there's so many votes that still haven't been counted. Well, and, and that's that's what I'm saying. There needs to be, with leading up to it, we've had, obviously, plenty of time knowing this election's coming up. There should yeah. have been more controls over uh-huh. over how it was handled. Yeah, for sure. You know, for because sure. at the end of the day, like we just said, every election year, whoever loses goes through whatever process and does whatever they can yeah. to try to turn it around mm-hmm. and be the winner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it just this is just a crazy year to me. I you know, I don't I don't think it's twenty is a year that's gonna be in the history books for a long time. Dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a whole year class. Like, like straight up year. you know, like yeah. you took history and you learned about like this stage of, of history from yeah. this point to this point. This is gonna 1403, be like the history of twenty twenty. Yeah, it's gonna be like, hey, here's January to June and then here's July to December. <laughs> it's gonna be two that's, different classes. That's one semester each. You know what I mean? There's just yeah. so much shit that's happened so this many year that's like that happened this year, man. It's and fucking like, nuts. Yeah, I mean I think it's because of like Maybe it's because of the internet, you know, like people are like exposing a lot more shit and realizing that this is kind of like a false kind of system, you know. When you're stuck at home. Yeah, exactly. So you have nothing to do but but browse and speculate, make up crazy things in your mind and be like, oh shit, that's true. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, and and that's one thing I've noticed a lot is like facts have gone out the window. It's if opinions have become facts and facts have become well, that's just their opinion, yeah. you know, and it's like, I mean, even then you see a lot of, of science with companies, politics, all that kind of stuff where they, uh, it's dangerous. they pay they you know, they hire a group to do a study, mm-hmm. but they pay them to get a result, yeah. not an oh, unbiased, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, study yeah. where it's like, Hey, this is what we came up with. It's like, no, I need you to it's prove. Like, it's like Monsanto paying some scientists to say, Hey, this pesticide isn't dangerous. You know what I mean? Or saying, like, hey, we're, like, testing to see if this isn't dangerous. We're really trying to see if it's not dangerous. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, giving them more and more money. Yeah, they, they they already know the result they want. They're just paying that company yeah. to, to, to confirm, give them the to data. It. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh-huh. not, hey, is this is this good or bad for you? It's, we need you to prove that this is bad for you, you know? It's just a, it's, it's a weird, weird time to be alive. It's and a I, very weird time, man. You don't know what's true be, or the things that you know to be true. Are, and you, you have like a whole other spectrum of people saying like, I heard something different. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, this is fucking like facts. These are like, it, but it's like, it's hard where it's hard to find out where to get actual facts from because all these like, where, where these like studies, like you say, they're all like paid off by all these companies. So it's just, right. it's so very biased. You don't know what's true and you don't know what's not. Oh, I deleted my Facebook the other day, dude. Good. <laughs> I've yeah. been on Facebook in like five years, bro. Yeah. I mean I, I kept my Instagram just, you know, for some yeah. some reading material. Shits and giggles. Yeah. Giggles but, when you're shitting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going with it. But I mean, you know, other than that, like especially coming up to this election, I was just watching people that were really close friends that had different opinions. Yeah. It's an opinion. Yeah. You know, and, they, and they're like going, deleting each other on Facebook and blocking each yeah. other. And it's just like, man, this we, social media is, is 
is doing more harm than it ever did good. It's divided people so much, man. And it's like Facebook has done that intentionally. Have you seen the social dilemma on Netflix? Yes, I was just about you to bring just, that yeah, up. Yeah, dude, that shit's fucking crazy. Like Facebook. Half those people won't even let their kids have a cell phone or anything like that to be yeah. connected in that way, you know, yeah. because they, they know. They know it's all psychological bullshit made to fucking divide people. Really, people that's what it is. killing themselves over, I mean, kids, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, killing themselves over cyberbullying or, or anything like that where, you know, I grew up, like, people can say whatever they want about you, but, you know, it, that, it doesn't mean it's true. That's just, yeah. it's just how people are. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, it's just sad. It's sad to see that something that, that with good intention was meant to connect the world mm-hmm. did exactly the opposite. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's dividing a lot of people, yeah. I mean, even families, you know, like, yeah. with different people are, opinions. People like, disinviting people to the Thanksgivings and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had that in my family, man. Like, have, like, the white side of my family holds Trump, you know, and, you know, the other side of my family lives in Mexico. So. Are we saying white as in your last name or white, <laughs> <laughs> white, white as in the skin tone? Yes. <laughs> Guess. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're white and white, so yeah, they're double white. Gotcha. <laughs> but they're they're great people. They they've loved me ever since I was a kid. You know, so they're they're my aunt and uncles, my grandpas, my grandmothers. I love them all. To yeah. death. You know what I mean? But you know, it's just this weird atmosphere in Thanksgiving. You know, it's yeah. Like my dad's obviously like a Biden, you know, Democrat, liberal, you know, mm-hmm. and they're not. <laughs> right. So it's like we've always got to like watch each other's like toes. You know, you can't mm-hmm. like be. Because if we fuck up, we would just be dancing all over each other's feet all of night. You know what I mean? Well, but but at the end of the day, though, like, I've always appreciated debate. And I feel like it's a lost art. Yeah. You know, like, I, I learn more from someone that disagrees with the way I feel about something or the way I view something. Yeah. Than I do with someone that wholeheartedly agrees with me. Yeah. It's hard to see people where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, it's but that's, to, what, that's yeah. what discussion's for, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but it's... I don't know. Sometimes I don't think I have the right communication skills because I just piss people off sometimes. You when you get I mean? pissed off very easy as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure that's that white side of the family. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And on that note, man, I got to take a piss. So let's take a little break right now. Let's smoke a cigarette or something. All righty. Sounds we'll, good. We'll be right back, folks. I can't do it. Hello, hello. Oh, my God. I hope it didn't. Hold up. All right, we're back. I just hit Tay's. Jewel pod, that shit fucking made me almost die right now. <laughs> I felt my pop, my fucking lungs popcorn up. Like, goddamn. Hey, it'll do it. It'll, it'll do, do it, it to you. I'm about to hit it again. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, nicotine is weird nowadays, man. It's all electronic, you know. Well, I, I people look down on you when you smoke real cigarettes. Yeah, it's like it's, they discriminate. It's an interesting concept, and even weirder than that, dude. When we were in Japan, yeah. You can smoke inside, mm-hmm. but you cannot smoke outside. What? So they have, like, we, I only saw one outdoor, like, smoking section. Yeah. Everywhere else, it was, like, the same restaurant, exact same restaurant, same menu, same look, everything. But there was a smoking one, and then across the street was a non-smoking No one. fucking way. Yep. The weirdest thing. Like, Which one did you go to? The non-smoking? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. You're going to get a fish fillet. It's all like nicotine tart and shit. You know? We didn't We didn't eat in any of them. But So we, like, the, what was it? The Rugby World Cup was going on, mm. and we had gone to a restaurant, made some friends with these, like, Aussie people that were there to watch it. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. What, and we were sitting on the patio. Both of us smoke, uh-huh. but we had to go inside of the restaurant 
to smoke. Like the exact opposite of America. Exactly. It was the weirdest concept That's to me. That's fucking weird. Super clean place, so it works, but like, it was, it was just, it was interesting, you I know? I would hate to have just like a whole room, like a hundred people just smoking a cigarette, man. Like your eyes would get all watery and shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, even as a smoker, like, I don't, yeah. I don't want to go sit somewhere or rent a hotel room that's like a smoking room, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't mind those. Have you ever been in one? In a hotel or in a... In a hotel, a, yeah. A smoking uh, When hotel. I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you know, can, like, You can just walk in and smell, like, the nicotine on the court and yep. the curtains. I mean, yeah, that shit's gross. No, I don't like... I don't like that shit. Like, even as a smoker, I'd prefer to walk outside. Yeah. Enjoy myself. But you are right, man. It's like... That's, that's a good way to social distance right there. Just walk outside and smoke a cigarette. And you're just like... You're like Moses. Yeah, just right. People part, part the people. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> that smells gross. Yep. <laughs> Every time, bro. Every fucking time. Yep. A chick sees me with a cigarette. Yep. <laughs> I hate it, bro. It's just like, fuck off. Let me smoke my... I'm smoking the cigarette for a reason. To well, release some stress. And I'm you outside. helping with that. I'm outside. I'm outside you can go yeah. anywhere else but where I'm standing. Exactly. You know? Like, I didn't come walk right next to you and light up. Like. And I guess that's why, like, these... Fucking jewel pods and like puff bars are like making a big old thing. They're the worst I mean? though. They're definitely so bad for you, man. I'm but, not, dude, inhaling like, anything. But other they don't than... smell like cigarettes, I guess, you know? Yeah. I well, guess that's the attractive qualities that they don't, you don't reek of cigarettes after you smoke it, you know? I mean, it keeps Caitlin happy, so works for me. But yeah. I mean, the, the, the downside to them is, is you can do it wherever. So I'll, I'll be honest, I've got worse of a habit with this than I ever did with cigarettes. Yeah. You know? Just go to into, into a closet at work and fucking take a big old puff off. Go into the bathroom at a restaurant, you yeah, know? Exactly. Like it, it, you don't have to go outside. Even at your fucking table. Right. You know? Yep. Yeah, just Yeah, just take a little puff it. real quick. Yeah. Just on the hold table. it in. Yeah, I'll just, usually I'll just ghost it. I'll just you know, just yeah, hold right. it in and crazy head buzz though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Lack of oxygen plus the nicotine. Dude, I hit I, I uh I had a puff bar one time and I was like on an empty stomach, I had a cup of coffee. And I hit that thing three times, man. I swear to God, I almost passed out. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was, that was not good, man. I just felt like like my knees were about to give out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's like um, uh, Eric's. He's got that big-ass, like, yeah. mod vape. And I would hit that sometimes, and it was just like, I needed a minute. You know, yeah, like, exactly. I needed a minute to like, I, it, you were even points where my heart was palpating. Like, I could feel <laughs> yes, it. Yes, of course, yeah. It's not fun, but I mean, it is what it is. I I tried recently to uh to switch to like I bought some CBD juice, yeah, thinking that would hold me over, but just doesn't give you the throat hit, you mm-hmm. know, and that feeling. Yeah, it yeah. made me realize. I always told myself I was like, nah, I'm not addicted to nicotine. Like, I just like the the feeling, like the throat hit. You yeah. Know? But that made me realize, nope, I'm very well addicted to nicotine. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Very well. Mm-hmm. God damn it, I, was, I forgot what I was about to say. And every time I say that, the thought gets, like, further and further from my head. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like trying to get rid of a song, the lyrics in your head. Yeah, exactly. You just start like, thinking about it more and more and more. Like, a, uh, uh, cowboy. How does that go? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. They have the puff bars of the shit, I guess. Hey, it's all bad for you, man. Inhaling anything other than oxygen. It ain't good for you. Yeah, probably not. I mean, at the end of the day, the way I look at it, we're all going to die, so. Oh, thank you for for being positive on my podcast, too. Hey. <laughs> it's a pod. Hey, that's the only thing that's guaranteed in life. 
There it's you good. go. Yeah. yeah. You're not fucking wrong, but goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would call me morbid, I guess. <laughs> That's life, man. It's half, half happiness and half death, man. Yep. So what about you? You you relationship-wise? What? How's da- that? Dating and shit? Yeah. Last time I, like, last time we really hung out, you had a girlfriend. Yeah. That didn't work out. No? <laughs> Most of my relationships don't work out for whatever reason. I don't know why. I, I guess... I don't know. I'm just not there yet to yeah. find a wife or anything. You know, have kids. You Dude, know. there ain't no rush for it. Trust there's me. Definitely not. I, and that's what I'm starting to learn is that there's not a rush for that. It's like I could be like fucking forty and get married. You know what I mean? That's a big decision. You it's know, a huge decision. And it, and like I've gotten to the like I'm just going through this like like I'm doing things differently nowadays than I was like four years, five years ago. You know what I mean? I'm not. I don't know how to put this. Like just. I'm not really, like, I'm just looking for new experiences, I guess, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be, like, stuck right? looking at the same movie every day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess, if y'all can extrapolate that, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, relationships right now for me are just, that's a no, you know? I don't blame you, man. I mean, as a married man... I will say this: I'm glad to be married. Yeah, I, I really. You're lucky, man. You found some. You found your soulmate, man. That's that's something I did. that's very rare. I really, really did. And you know, the the dating culture these days, and it's quick. It's it's quick. It's it, tender. I even saw a thing on Instagram the other day, and it said no one's single. And I'm I, I can't remember all of what it listed, but it was a hundred percent true in terms. It was like. Everybody's got the ex that they, you know, did something in bed that they liked or yeah. everybody has like their imagination ship is what they called mm-hmm. it and things mm-hmm. like that. And so even if you are in a relationship, it's like there's still parts of your mind tied to other yeah, other entities, yeah. you know, male or female, yeah. whatever, whatever and you're the into. The thing with me too, man, is just, you know, I've learned something new from every person that I meet, you know, and it's once you get to know someone like enough, it's just like. Some people are like, yeah, I want, I want you to stay in my life, you know, or it's just some people are just like, I've had enough of you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm just tired of this, the same old, like, you know, dog and pony show or whatever the fuck they say, I don't fucking know what I'm saying. Yeah. What is it, dog and pony show? I have no idea. Pony and dog show, I don't fucking know what it is, but yeah, I'm tired of the same old shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. After, like, I don't know, man, I've just never, I've never had a relationship last more than a year, because, like, after more than, like, nine months, I'm just like. Before Caitlin, uh, I had a two-year expiration yeah. date. That was pretty consistent, you know? Yeah. And Yeah, it's weird how people have, like, cycles. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's weird. Like, I always I always end up in a relationship during summertime, and then, like, during January or February, they always fucking leave me. <laughs> well, that's the opposite of it's most weird, people. Man. Most people get into relationships, like, this time of year. Yeah. When it gets cold, yeah. you know, and then, you know, some people want the Christmas gifts and shit like that, so they... They try to lock someone down Fucking, so they have what's that it experience. Called, uh, cuffing season or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's, I was thinking of the word as well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's such a stupid concept. It cuffing is. Cuffing season. It is, but I mean. You have fun during the summer and then during fall and winter and you got to be cold. You tie yourself down. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a cycle, man, I guess. you know. It is. It is. I mean, again, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate on that spectrum of, yeah, of sure. life, but it's a... Uh, Relationships suck, dude. I'll tell you that. They're not easy. They're never easy. <laughs> They're not easy. easy. Yeah. You got to work. With, it's, it's work sometimes. Yeah. You know I mean? And some well, people don't, don't understand that. It's just, you know, you got to, to be in a relationship, you got to like up, 
Like, like uplift the other person, not like break them down or anything. You know what I mean? You got to uplift each other, I guess is what I'm saying, you know? Right. Well, I mean, I think, I think the key to a relationship is, and not just dating, but mm-hmm. friendships, any type of relationship mm-hmm. is helping someone realize or stimulate their value, you know? Okay. And, and what I mean by that is like helping someone understand that there are people that care about them. Mm-hmm. That they do hold value, because I, I don't think that happens that much these days. Like people, you know, we, we talked about talking shit with your friends and stuff, but it depends on where it comes from. Yeah. And you know, if you're always if you're constantly putting someone down, which I'm guilty of, mm-hmm. you know, I I, I we've tell, all done it. Yeah, I tell Kate on this all the time. Sometimes I cross the line, mm-hmm. but you know, at the same time, when like with what you're trying to do here with this podcast, you mm-hmm. know, like. Being being supportive of that shit, yeah. you know, like that, that's important. If someone's trying to pursue something, even if you don't believe in it, like just being supportive of something is, is, is crucial to a relationship, yeah. you know, like with having Kay- their back. Yeah. With Caitlin joining the army, I don't want her to, I don't want to sign her off to the military, Right. but who, even as a husband, who am I to get in the way of her dreams? Yeah, for sure. You for know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and. Same thing with friendships. Like, if this is what you really want to do, man, I'll be there helping you out any way I can. That's not my place to, to step in front of you mm-hmm. and say, hey, don't do this. This this could go wrong. This mm-hmm. could go wrong. You know, like, that's how you be that's, – that's success, man, is, is screwing up, learning from your mistakes, and moving forward with it, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, this is awesome, dude, that you're doing this. Like, this is really, really freaking cool. Dude, I think it's cool that you're over here talking, like, dropping nuggets of information. You know what I mean? Like, little nuggets of truth and shit. Because, like, people, they can live their lives without ever talking to you. You know what I mean? But, like, through this, it's like, we can, like, broadcast a message almost. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, maybe people have heard this a million times. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, bullshit relationship stuff. You know what I mean? You know, but some people are just like, wow. Right. You know, like this this is very eye opening. Like sometimes like it just takes someone to show other people that maybe they are fucking up. You know what I mean? And, right. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's what I like about about what you're doing is, is you're creating a medium for for conversation, you know, for, for different ideas and things like that. It's, and pro what I'm it's, this might sound a little abstract. I don't fucking know. But, like, my goal with this is, like, enlightenment almost, you know. It's just learning. Like, everyone is your teacher. You know what I mean? Just learning a little shit from every single person that you talk to. And not even, like, on podcasts. Like, I'd be talking to, like, homeless people sometimes. They're, like, cashiers at the at the convenience store. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's just every single person has a certain message with them. Mm-hmm. And it's no one's going to ever hear it. You know what I mean? But they all... It, if we collected all of human minds and, like, put them together, we would know everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't think I want to, though. Why not? Because there's a lot there's a lot of shit that goes on in the world. And, I mean, in general, like, mm. I don't think I could handle knowing. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I really, yeah. I really don't, like, I, I mean, I, I think I'm a pretty mentally strong person. But yeah. at the end of the day, like, there's just... There's just so there's so much of a facade on on most things, you know, mm-hmm. even down to business. Yeah. You know, you, you you look at like someone trying to market something and and do that. It's 
it's it's just a big facade. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what I'm Sales saying? People like it's, trying to sell shit. It's, yeah. yeah, everything's trying to get you bought into something. Mm-hmm. And not to say, like I said, that's how the world works. But it's just, I don't think I want to know everything. Like I don't. You're comfortable with knowing everything, you know. I mean, ignorance is bliss. Is mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. is not an ignorant statement at yeah, all. You know, like sure. think about it. When you're a kid and you don't know anything, you're the happiest you are. You're the ha- you're the happiest you've ever been. Yeah, you know. Ever. Yeah. And you grow up, you start to understand things differently. And, and not to say your happiness escapes you, but it definitely changes, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of that. It, it, that goes back to trying to know everything where I I know enough. I mean, yeah. I, I never want to stop learning, mm-hmm. you know, like making, bettering myself and yeah. gaining new skills and things like that. But sometimes it's just better not to know. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and I—that's just—that's just the way I view things. Like, we, we, yeah, I, for sure. Like when you like, uh, you know, I guess when you start to like and notice, like notice so much like injustice going on in the world, it's just it brings you down, you know, because there's just so much in this world that it's just wrong. People are you know mistreated, and you know there's, there's still slaves in this world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's just like. Like everywhere, like China, Africa, fucking like Central Asia and shit, you know. And it's if you bring yourself down with all that, man, it's just it's like you carry all that, all those problems with you, right? You know, and, and it's yeah, I can see that. Like knowing everything, you would like know all the, you know, all the the shitty things that happen in this world, you know. And yeah, that would definitely bring you down. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, knowledge is power for sure, but. Knowledge, it, you know, it's kind of like watching cartoons as a kid and, oh, if this ends up in the wrong hands, you know, this could be devastating. Mm-hmm. And that's, <laughs> that goes with knowledge. You know, yeah. the people that, that, that know more than most can manipulate the masses, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's just wrong. Like, yeah. n- knowledge is power. Knowledge could be used for a lot of good and it has, you know, in the past. I mean, again, going back to technology, it's a great asset to the community but given into the wrong hands it can can destroy society you know what i'm saying for sure and i mean we we literally live in a matrix the way i see it like your phone is is now your life and your your social media is is your personality and at the end of the day you know caitlin used to get mad at me when we first started dating why don't you post this or like you know our one year anniversary why don't you do this and i'm like because you're the only person I care about that knowing yeah, yeah. that I care about. You. Mm-hmm. I don't need to post it. Mm-hmm. I don't like the people that do that shit. In my opinion, are the most unhappy because they're they're, they're trying like, to make everybody else I feel think like, they're happy. Exactly, they're like trying to prove like, yeah, but this is my life. It's perfect, and like you know, like give me likes. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that and that's where they're. That's literally. I mean, it's a drug, dude. It releases yeah. dopamine in your brain, yeah. and that's where their happiness is derived from. Yeah. You know, like we all have our fixes. But at the end of the day, like, that's not a health. I mean, none of them are healthy, I guess, but I just don't see that being healthy at all. Yeah, for sure. Social media is fucked, yeah. I mean, yeah, technology, I, I love it, but I'm I'm starting techno- to drift. It's, it's social media, man. It's just people post, like, people are constantly trying to, I don't know, just, like, confirm their ideas of this world. And so they keep, like, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. People are like nuts out there, man. 
That's a huge rabbit hole. Like most things, it's a huge rabbit hole. Yeah. It really is, man. And it really, like, depends on, like, what rabbit hole you're going into, man. It's like, is it, like, the government, like, rabbit hole? Or is it this, like, CIA rabbit hole? Or is it this fucking, like, pedophile rabbit hole, you know? People are getting lost, bro. And it's like, what the fuck are we supposed to believe in, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day... It's almost like the most improbable shit is almost starting to sound, like, realistic. Normal. Yeah. 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 And... Leading off of that, man, like, I'm, I'm not a religious person. I never have been. Yeah. But do you think that might be the answer? Like, do you think the, do you think a lot of people have, have I drifted? I don't know about religion, but I do definitely think about spirituality. That's how I am. People finding themselves and realizing that, you know, that we, I mean, like, you know, the Bible definitely is, like, a good, like, has a bunch of good principles and shit, you know? It's a very good way to live your life in the most aspects, you know what I mean? Like, the Ten Commandments are fucking, it's, like, fucking great, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's the greatest thing ever written, you right. know? But all the other stuff that comes with religion, you know, like, you know, that like, the Bible, you can't even eat shrimp because it's an abomination, you know? Like, what kind right. of shit is that? Like, you know, people that, like, don't eat shrimp because it says so in the Bible, that's ridiculous, you yeah. know what I mean? But I think it's important to find... Little nuggets of truth applying to your life and to just realize that, you know, yes, you are great as you are, but you could also become better. And, but it's like accepting that your limitations as well, but it's like, I don't know, man, maybe religion could fix all the problems, but I definitely do. Spirituality is something that's like coming up. You know I think I, mean? I think you're right, man. I I don't think religion can fix all the problems. I grew up in a very religious household, and yeah. my, that, my mother raised me Catholic. She yeah, tried to at least. Caitlin's Catholic as well, and I grew up Methodist and or non-denominational, really, I guess. But yeah. you know, I I just going to church. I realized at a very young age mm-hmm. that you you know everybody's good on Sundays, but what about the other six days a week? Yeah. You know, and I, and I didn't appreciate that as well as there, there's so many different interpretations. Like you, you brought up the Bible. There's so many interpretations of, of the Bible that yeah. it, it just gets so skewed. I mean, the and, Bible written 2000 years ago, you think it's the same version now? Fuck no, no, no. Well, and I mean, what I did gain, and I think this is the most important part of religion mm-hmm. was morality. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Principles. Yes. And, yeah. and going back to our, our conversation earlier about you know treating people a certain way like I, i've i've always lived by that treat people the way you want to be treated sure. you know and that i learned that in church yeah you know and yeah, i'm nice to every single person i meet if i've never met you before i'm gonna be a nice as fuck you know yeah because I, mean? I have no i have no prior you don't know where they're coming from exactly i have no prior knowledge of you i'm gonna be nice as fuck to you because like i have no idea where you're coming from you know what i mean so i'm gonna be at least like a little light in your day you know what i mean right or try to. Or at least try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. Yeah, I, know, I don't know, man. It just... I think we're in a weird weird point in life. We're at a turning point, it's you like know? It's like a transition period. It is. Like, history's cyclical. And, I, and, it, and it blows my mind that we're still running the same cycle. I mean, you yeah. can go back and look at many points in history where this shit's going on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, different time periods. Yeah. You know, different different ways of doing things and mm-hmm. things like that. But it's just, it's, it's, it amazes me that we always end up back where we started. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. Humans are just 
they don't learn. I mean, they. It's not that we don't learn; it's that we forget. You know, I mean, like there's no one alive that's two hundred years old. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? They don't know shit that happened two hundred years ago. So everything that we 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 just interpret things. You know what I mean? We don't really right. know like real facts. We didn't live through those periods. You know. But nowadays we just interpret them and like, okay, they learned those lessons, so I guess I learned those lessons too. But if that's not true. You have to learn those lessons as well. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, even then, especially nowadays, dude, this is going to be very interesting like, to see our grandkids because information is so manipulated nowadays. Yeah. Whereas back then it was like archived and stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and it happened in history where, where archives are burned. Yeah. destroyed yeah. things like that and that that leads to making full circle yeah but nowadays information's so manipulated and it's on the internet yeah you know so that shit whether it's it's real information or false information it ain't going away yeah our kids are going to be able to look it up and yeah. and make up their own opinion on it you know their grandkids or their kids are going to be able to look it up make up their own opinion on it and it just it's just a very interesting time, I guess. Be careful what you post on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, 50 yeah. years from now, they will look that shit up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even nowadays, like, the, this cracks me up, man. Clout. You know, that's an actual term that yeah. employers use to go on and look at your social media mm-hmm. and see your following, see your, your, yeah. your content you're posting, uh-huh. seeing all that stuff. And that, that is included in your job, pro- like, in your job hiring process, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like, man, MySpace was created to, like, make this cute little fucking playlist that you had of the music <laughs> you liked and post yeah. the pictures you liked and be able to go and change the colors in the background. And, like, now it's it's a serious thing, you yeah. know, like with Facebook and Instagram yeah. and all that shit. Like, yeah. it's, become, it's become something that employers look at in terms yeah, of whether yeah. you're going to get a mm-hmm. job or not, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, they, like, look through all your social medias and shit. They, like determine like they like look at your pictures and shit like what you post and stuff like and like the things you're saying you know i mean caitlin right now is with the military thing she's she won't talk to anybody in terms of politics online yeah anything like that because she's scared she might have the wrong opinion yeah you know and that's that's fucked what do you mean have the wrong opinion like in in just in terms of how how the world's working? If she if she were to post, you know, a lot of people, especially nowadays, oh, like post the wrong thing. And like yeah, they're posting it. their their emotion or their feeling on something, and she's scared that it might it might lead to what she wants to do, not allowing her to do so because of yeah. what she said, political bias or something. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the, and that just blows my mind. It's like, man, difference in opinions is good. Like, that's a good thing. It's that's how that's how we yeah. meet in the middle and we come to a solid conclusion. When you have two different ways of looking at something, you get a better final perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like when you were in art class and teacher would put everybody on one side of the room and say, hey, draw what you what you see. Mm-hmm. You know, and every fucking kid's got a different picture yeah. that they drew yeah. because they're all looking at it from a different angle. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing with, with everything going on in the world. Like, yeah. Having those different opinions allows you to, to piece together a final perspective of something. But it's dangerous when people are stuck in their opinions, man. And it they, is. And they, just, they, they, they don't meet in the middle. They just go further out. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's what's dangerous in this world, I think. It's just, but that's, that's how fucking civil wars get started, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people just, 
they cannot meet in the middle for whatever reason, you know, I guess. Everybody wants to be right. Everyone wants to be right nowadays, man. Mm -hmm. And everyone thinks they're right because the internet. Because, oh, I read it on the internet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or whatever, on whatever forum, on whatever Facebook post, you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit, that's true. Yep. And it just fucks their minds up and it's just, and it just leads them further down the rabbit hole. Yep. On whatever side, left or right, man. There's yep. fucking rabbit holes on both sides, man. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. I agree. Let's find something positive to talk about. Fuck that. Negativity gets views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's accurate. That that's is accurate. literally accurate, dude. That's Facebook social dilemma shit. <laughs> yep. It is accurate, man. And that's crazy, dude. They're, they're just making money off of your fucking, you know, your data. Yeah. They're just selling that they shit sell off. They sell your shit, dude. Just hey, so. What the fuck is that? That's what NSA is, too, basically. It's just looking up on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, YouTube, all your shit, bro. Yep. You're just, monitored. You, everyone is monitored. Did you see that Snowden on Netflix, too? Mm-hmm. Caitlin watched it the other day. I only watched a little bit of it. But, I mean, I, you know, in my opinion, that guy's a hero. Like. Yeah. 100%. He, he fucking pulled back the curtains and showed everybody, dude, your information, every single, like, through it. Seven billion people, man. Like mm-hmm. everyone, everyone around the world, the United States is monitoring their information. Yeah. And now I'm probably on some list for fucking saying that. I don't mm, know. Whatever. Come get me, man. They're fucking listening to me right now. Come get me, man. <laughs> My <laughs> wife will protect me. <laughs> <laughs> She's standing yard outside that's, outside the studio right now. She wants to be FBI, man. That's her final goal. So Hell yeah, bro. That's I'm, cool. I'm looking. I mean, I'm man. I'm proud of her, dude. She's. Hell yeah. She. I don't know if you knew this either. She recently got published as well in one of her classes that she was taking. What do you mean published? Like she wrote a paper for a class and the professor liked it so much. They were writing a book Yeah. and asked if she, if wow. she would want to be involved in it. So. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool as fuck. Once it comes out, I'll, I'll uh, see if I can get you yeah, a copy. Please send me that link. <laughs> I mean, and she, she did criminal, she, she got her master's in criminal justice. So it's uh it's shit we can relate to, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't trust women that graduate with criminal justice <laughs> uh, <laughs> or any person that does. Honestly, yeah, like yeah. I see it like on like on Tinder or something like that, and they said they got a criminal justice degree. Swipe left. <laughs> They're the ones that'll look you up too before exactly. they go out on the date. Exactly, dude, on the police databases and shit. You know? Nope. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You better watch it, Sam. They got supercomputers, man. She, next, before we come over here next time, she's gonna know everything about you. <laughs> She's going to, like, recite my social security number and shit, my date of birth, time of birth. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you're a Scorpio, huh? <laughs> well, isn't that nuts, dude? Like, people are literally monitoring you, you know? That's that's fucking and crazy. For, like, no reason, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, they're trying to just, find something wrong. It's just like you're connected to some guy that's connected to some guy that's connected to this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, at least that's what I got from Snowden. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they were saying, like, like uh, they were tracking, like, this, this one guy... Who has like an uncle, and then like somehow they they wound up on like that uncle's girlfriend's like side pieces like fucking information, you know? Like that's fucked up. You know, you shouldn't be able to go that deep into people's lives, right? Well, I mean, even even with what she's going through now, she's got to get top secret clearance, and you know, they're they're going they go back to like her great grandparents, yeah, just to make sure they weren't like. You know, some Nazis or something like that. Exactly, Nazis or her grandparents weren't KKK or like involved in these organizations. Which, if that was the case, that could directly affect her getting hired. Yeah. You know, which it's like, how is that related? Like, that's not genetic. You know, it's wild. You, it's just 
Maybe it is genetic. Maybe, but I don't. I just. I mean, I just don't see that. Especially. Well, I, I, I have different political views than my parents, mm-hmm. and wouldn't that play over into like that those type of views as well? Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, I remember like seeing stories about like like Hitler's like nephews. Mm-hmm. You know, saying like how they completely, completely they like sterilized themselves because they didn't want to carry on the Hitler genes. Right. You know, like the whole fucking family, the whole Hitler family sterilized themselves so they wouldn't keep producing. Right. You know what I mean? That's fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean. I can see that thought process, but I also, I think there's other ways to change yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, first of all, like, change yourself, yeah. and then... Teach your kids not to be Nazi assholes. Exactly. <laughs> it's simple as that, simple you know? Simple as that, like, yeah. Just teach, you know... It doesn't matter what your parents taught you, it's what you, what you've, like, put into yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and, and everybody's a product of their surroundings, you know? Mm. Like, if you surround yourself around fucking Nazis, and that that's who you consider good people to you and that's who your friends are that's you're gonna think that way well there's two different type of people there's people that fall into that and there's people that realize they're like oh that's fucked up right right but i mean but if that's the group you surround yourself with that's that's probably the ideology and and the theology that you hold as well you know depends on what mentality you have if you have a weak mentality then yeah you're gonna fall in line with racists yeah but if you have a strong mentality then you're gonna be like Fuck you, mom. Fuck you, dad. You're racist. Yeah. Like, I can't continue living like and this. Think you know? And think for yourself. think for yourself, yeah. And I'm not saying, like, you know, all parents are racist, you know, but kids do learn from their parents and their mistakes, and they have to proceed with their lives with that information, realizing that, you know, their parents, they weren't perfect, you know, but you had to learn from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that falls into politics, too. Like, most people vote right or left because their parents are right or left. Instead right. of instead of going out and, but then there's those kids, those rebellious kids, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I think we all were rebellious at yeah. some point, man. Yeah. That's that's just part of growing up. Yeah. I mean, I've but, been there. Yeah. Some people aren't though. Some people just follow what their parents tell them for the rest of their lives. You know? Yeah. And that's sad, I think. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's one part of of my life that I appreciate is is traveling, mm-hmm. because I've crossed paths with a lot of excuse me, with a lot of people that have totally different ideologies mm-hmm. of me, but we sit down, we're having a beer at a bar, or, you know, I've even, we've even made friends and gone out to dinner with them. And you're just human. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a good example, we met this German couple on one of our travels on our honeymoon, mm-hmm. and they, they were actually in the little, little bungalow next to us, you mm-hmm. know? And every night we met up with them and had drinks to the point where, we would just go to our patio or their patio mm-hmm. and like just get the drinks brought to us and we yeah. would just sit and talk, you know? Yeah. And it was, you know, they were German, so they have free healthcare and things like that. And it blew their minds of how we did things, but things that they were saying blew my mind. Right. You know? And again, difference of opinions gave me a whole new perspective on things, you know? Like, yeah. It, they're great people. It yeah. had, their their opinions and their their ideologies did not. I didn't see it as oh well, y'all think different. Like fuck off. Yeah. I saw it more as like that's interesting to me because this is how we do things. Right. You know, yeah. and I mean all the way down to like like healthcare. Like they got free shit and we do not at all. Yeah. I mean all the way down to like maternity leave, man. They yeah. get like the the female gets a year off mm-hmm. and the male gets six months. In, in like uh, in like Finland or one of those Scandinavian countries, they have a 
every single time a woman gives birth, they give they send them the government sends them like a care package that'll like sustain them for like six months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't got shit like that here in the United States, man. Yeah. Here yeah. it's fucking make it or break it. You know, it's either you or you know what I mean? Like Well no, it, it, you know, socialism exists everywhere. That's it's social policy. Like it Yeah. We have it here too. Yeah, in certain you know? aspects, yeah. Welfare. Yeah. You know, that's taken out of collectively the money that we all put together, i.e. taxes. Yeah. And given out to the people that don't work. Yeah. You know, and, and it exists. It's just, we have a very, very, we on this side of the world have a very different viewpoint on other mm-hmm. sides. I mean, I've been to, it's all to about more, money over here. yeah, I've been to more third world countries and I have like first world mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what, they're way happier than we are here. Fuck collectively, yeah. collectively, yeah. I mean, they don't got shit. They're living, Fuck yeah. they're living in fucking shacks. Yes, sir. You know, they're. Their dogs have scabies, which is sad to see. Yeah. Or whatever the whatever it is where their hair falls out and they get bumps all over. What was that saying? More money, more problems? Yeah. You 100%. Know what I mean? Yep. For and sure, bro. Like Costa Rica, dude, that's where I'm retiring. That That is the most. I mean, Pura Vida is 100% a true statement. Like, yeah. I mean, you know what that means, but for those who pure don't, life. pure life. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you hear it all the time. It's, it's kind of like here in Texas saying howdy, you know? Yeah. Or. or We'll see you later. Like it, yeah. it's a greeting and it's a farewell as well, mm-hmm. you know. But they, they're happy as fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And it's the roads are constantly being repaired because it rains and they get tore up. It's not. They're not. You know. There's no infrastructure there. Right. It's it's a third world country. Yeah. Even in Thailand, like, and and one guy said it best. This guy Steve we met. He was from Australia as well, and he. Uh, he was like, yeah, man, I love it here because the corruption's in front of you. Mm-hmm. And he's not lying. Like From you, where? I'm sorry, where? In Thailand. Thailand, yeah. Yeah. He, he, like, here and in Australia, it's all a facade. Mm-hmm. So you don't know when you're being fucked with right, or tampered with. Right. But, like, yeah. there in, in Thailand, they're all they're all trying to scam you. Yeah. But as long as you got a uh, got some wit to you, then yeah. you, can, you can avoid it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's super easy over there. Mm-hmm. Like, we went, we went and sat at a bar... And these girls are rotating from trying to get these old white men to take them home and then back to bartending. And me and Caitlin are sitting there, and they play a dice game. And I immediately caught her. We played a, a test run. I immediately <laughs> caught her cheating. She, th- You know, you shake. It's a, a plate you put on the bottom and a cup, and it has, like, five or six dice. You shake it. You throw it down. If it's a one, you, you uh, switch dice. If it's a six, you take it out. And I saw her open the cup and let three of the dice come out. Because there was five on there originally, and then there's two the next time we laid down. Yeah. You know, so if you if you are paying attention, you can get get through life easy yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if, you know, if you're dumb, you're yeah, going to get crazy, screwed bro. over. All right, okay, I got I to gotta take another piss, bro. That's fine. So let's that's take fine. another break real quick, smoke a cigarette, and we'll be right back, guys. All right, Tay. So you shaved your head, bro. You, I did. You used to have beautiful dreadlocks, bro. Fucking long as fuck. What happened to that? Um, you know, I had them for five years. Mm-hmm. I actually started dreading them whenever I met Caitlin, and uh, she went back and forth. But uh, I told her at a year I would go ahead and a year of marriage, excuse me, I'd go ahead and cut them off. Mm-hmm. So I. Uh, yeah, that's what I did. To the promise. I did. Yeah. I mean, we we made fun of it. You know, we uh, <laughs> we had. Had a dread cutting party and yeah, I heard about that. 
kind of let everybody come over and cut one off. <laughs> Every, you know, everybody close to me and whoever had anything to say, whether it was good or good I'd or say, bad. Here we have one piece of your dreadlock for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just I do still have them in a bag, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, saving them. Uh, not necessarily them. The uh, everywhere we went and a lot of things we did, like even down to, to getting married. You know, I got a bead made, and so there's just a lot of like memorabilia locked up mm. in them. So stuff I don't really want to get rid of. Yeah. Stuff I can get out of them. I just haven't done so yet. But yeah. They'll definitely be back. So I mean, what made you start dreading them? Um, it was kind of my social experiment. I've always liked them. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of a band. Many of you may know. I don't know if you do yourself, Sam. Revolution. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I fucking loved his Safe hair. Safe and sound and shit. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, yeah, he's got hair yeah. like, like you had. Or, excuse me, not Revolution. Soja. Um, oh. I no, fucking I loved his hair. Never if you haven't, you should check them out. They're What's really good. Soja. Soja. It's, uh, so it's like an acronym for soldiers, soldiers of Jaw Army. Yeah. Which I'm not, I'm not by any means like a, uh, what's it called? Reggae fanatic? No, I love reggae, but I'm not yeah. like a, uh, uh, a Rasta well, guy. I'm a reggae fanatic. Yeah, <laughs> I love reggae. I'm a huge reggae fanatic, but I'm not a, I'm not a Rasta person. Like I don't mm-hmm. fall into that, but mm-hmm. really what it was, was like a social experiment for me. I really hated the way that people look at you. Mm-hmm. And and just immediately judge you and and all that kind of stuff and so I was, it's kind of kind of a kill two birds with one stone. Uh, I got what I wanted out of it with having dreads because that was just badass and I loved them. Mm-hmm. As well as like I think I I think I did like resonate that message with a lot of people because even even like the neighbor that I have really cool guy uh, mm-hmm. moved in and he saw us looking at the house he was like oh god. These yeah, fucking hippies right. are about to move in, you know, yeah. and he got to know me and obviously cool had to. And yeah, I mean, we over a beer, he's like, yeah, just exactly what I said. All these fucking hippies are moving in. And he's like, but man, you're a pretty cool guy. And I wanted, I wanted that to show through with it. Like, yeah, people, you're not just a guy with dreads. You're a fucking cool guy. With right. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> you're not like some stereotype. Or exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. I mean, stereotypes are there for a reason. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, not trying to break a stereotype per se, but it definitely, it was just one of those things I really wanted to push over to society of, Hey man, you know, just because someone isn't wearing the nicest clothes or isn't driving the nicest car or has dreads or long hair, whatever, that doesn't, that's not their personality, yeah. you know, like that's not their box that they live in. Right. Yeah. There, there's a lot more, inside than mm-hmm. there is on the outside so. yeah for sure man that was kind of that was kind of why i did it yeah, to be honest yeah and i think it worked yeah, with, you look good as fuck with dreads man honestly thank you man yeah. i i get the opposite a lot nowadays like everybody loves me with short hair yeah and, you know it, it I, me myself i don't feel myself with short hair really yeah caitlin caitlin loves it i mean yeah. it's it's not like i don't that's probably not the right term to use like i feel myself always but I you just, just look at yourself a little bit differently. Right. I, mm-hmm. pre- I preferred having the dreads. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I had them for five years. So, yeah. like, it became it became a part of me, right. you know. And it was just it, it was just a cool process to, to do. And I really I really did enjoy having them. You know, yeah. everything everything has its negatives. You know, sleeping yeah. was hard. I sleep a lot better nowadays. 
um, without yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. I hate sleeping with long hair, man. Having this like bun yeah. like, in the back of my head, I just fucking hate it, dude. I can't get comfortable. Put it up top. Yeah, right. Put it up top. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Put it up top. That's yeah. what I would do. I always have my bun in the back of my head, man. So it's like sometimes I use it like as a support. <laughs> right. Oh, dude, I had a freaking like mobile pillow. Yeah. I would just put sure. put those in a bun and like I could sleep anywhere because yeah. It's on the back of my head, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, Just lay down. This one time I spent the night in jail. <laughs> That's how I kept myself warm, dude. My fucking hair. I just, like, tucked it into my shirt, had my arms in there. It was yep. fucking cold in there, man. I had to do the same thing, man. Pull, I pulled my shirt over my knees. Yeah. Tucked my arms in yep. and just, like, cannonballed it. Yep. There's know? some people in there, man, they were grabbing, like, toilet paper, just stuffing their pants and shirts with it and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yep. fucking crazy. There was a dude wetting the toilet paper and throwing it over the AC vent. Oh, to really? Like block it, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's like making smart. spitballs kind yeah. of thing. Yep. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> Those are the people that have been in the system a few times. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. He he knew what he was doing. It, yeah. it wasn't a, uh, hey, this will work type thing. It was someone else taught him that. Yeah, his exactly. Yeah. You know? That's fucking hilarious. Yep. Yeah, man. Even then, like, speaking of, of jail and shit like that, that... Caitlin would be a very good one to talk about it because she's got a very interesting view, especially with what she's trying to do. You yeah. know, she's it's pretty pretty screwed up. Like putting someone you haven't been convicted of anything, but you're putting them in a cage. Yeah, you know, and but it's almost like they put them in that cage so they won't screw up. You know, right? Uh, I mean, or at least when to, when you went, let well, me ask you they, this: when they have like someone, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Actually, go ahead. I was going to say, let me ask you this. When you went, did you feel like – because I've been been multiple times. I've uh, been in a setting where it was like a, a lobby to a hospital, you know, sitting in a chair. TVs mm-hmm. are on. Mm-hmm. Just kind of hanging out, waiting waiting to get out, you know. And then I've also been in the opposite where it's like you legit feel like you're, you've you been convicted and, you, and you've been, yeah. you know, tried and all that kind of stuff. And you're in a cell. Yeah. And not only that, but with 12 other people. Yeah. You know, there's no bed. Mm-hmm. It's like this concrete bench. Yeah. And then the concrete floor when that's taken. Yep. You know, so it's just. I was small enough to find a little spot on the bench. <laughs> yeah. I was not. I got it. I got right up next to the toilet. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that was the only spot available. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It's just a, it's an interesting concept. I definitely think it has its purpose for sure. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But. Like, prison's just filled with these people that just, you know, some, they do get fucked, you know, by the 12-inch dick of the law, you know? Mm -hmm. Or just a 12-inch dick. Just a (laughs) 12-inch (laughs) dick. It's a crime in Texas, all right? (laughs) We don't believe in shot of me around here. (laughs) But yeah, dude, some people, like, you know, they they just get fucked by the law, man, and then they wind up in prison, but, you know... Other people that wind up in prison, you know, sometimes where they should be, you know, like some people, yeah, that's probably where you should be in prison, but I feel like it's almost like fucking half and half, man. Like some people really should not be in prison that long, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem, in my opinion, with the system is it's set up to keep you in there. Yeah. You know? And not only keep you in there, but it keep you coming back. That's what I mean. It's... Again, cyclical. Like yeah. once you're in, you're pretty much in. You 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 walk a, a tight leash. And I mean, even down for something as simple as which is is as simple nowadays, but like possession of marijuana. You know, yeah. that's 
in my opinion, what defines crime is when you do something that affects somebody or yeah. somebody else's property. Yeah. And that usually, I mean, I'm sure someone could throw out an example, but that usually does not, in that case, do that. Yeah. You know sure, what I'm saying? Sure. Like, most stoners are sitting at their house on their couch, not minding, not hurting anything, mm-hmm. minding their own business, mm-hmm. you know? But, I mean, for Christ's sakes, like, having a having a felony possession of marijuana, whatever that may be, so I'm not sure, you get, you, you can get convicted of more time than if you, like, touch a child yeah. or, or were in possession of child pornography. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's... Dude, like, pedophiles get, like, five to ten years in prison. Yeah, I mean, mind you, you have a life full of, like, checking in and being on a list and putting a sign out and things like that. Dude, dude, people that get, like, for for instance, like, say they get caught with, like, a ton of marijuana, they get sent to prison for life. You know what I mean? And that's that's just terrible, man. That's, That's such a terrible place to be in. A terrible system to fucking put you, that has to place you into that, that being, you know what I mean? Like. Just because you, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like a ton of marijuana, yeah. But it's not a ton of cocaine. It's well, not I mean, a ton of heroin. I think know? there needs to be more investigation into a scenario like that. Like, if you have a ton of marijuana, you're definitely, it's not just for use. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, that's definitely a distribution charge or something. Right, right? Yeah. but are, are you violently doing that? Or yeah. are you, right? you know, are you doing, in for lack of better words, good business? You know, right. like, just because you're making money that... The government's not yeah. getting their cut off of yeah. like, and, but you, you're not going out and holding guns to people's heads or even carrying a gun yeah, or things like that. Like, and that's where I think the system kind of fucks up on, man, because they, they go after these, these dealers, but they don't go after the dealer's dealer. You know what I mean? Right. Like they can't form that connection. And so they're just like, ah, fuck it. I'll just get this, this little guy on the totem pole. You know what I mean? But when you get that little guy off the total pole, I mean, it's just like another branch outgrows. You know what I mean? Right. Another guy is going to pick up that business and keep and like keep going where that guy left off. Right. You know what I mean, so I it's, just, it's just a band aid type of thing, man. It, right. Like they stop it for like a little bit, but like in the in the end, it's stuck. It's it's going to be all the same, if not worse. Well, and I mean, you look at like white collar crime, you yeah. know, and and those guys get off pretty easy. They end yeah. up in a. a pretty nice a nice fucking place <laughs> yeah i mean yeah they can't go and do as they freely choose but like a minimum a minimum security prison or something like that yeah but they i mean they got a tv in their yeah. room a, nice a decent bed you yeah. know like eat decent food and things Internet like that access but and shit. but that but like when you like for instance uh there's you know there's a story going around here locally that uh this dude Got caught with thirteen point million, thirteen point two million dollars worth of fraud, um, oh, and wh- what he was doing was he was managing a debt account for a company that he owned that he sold a bank to. The banks were getting fucked mm-hmm. by this guy. He got caught. All his assets were, other than his homestead, obviously were were seized. But I mean, the dude, other than all of that. Like, the dude's probably going to get a minimum jail sentence mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff like that. And that's more damaging yeah, dude. than Millions. someone smoking a joint or even, in a proper way, possessing a ton of marijuana. I yeah. Mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's a lot of marijuana. Yeah, I was, like, thinking about, like, a ton of marijuana. Like, I don't know if I can fit that in, one, in this room. You know yeah, I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, you that's know. a lot of weed, but, like. That's a drastic scenario, but. Yeah, that's a drastic scenario, yeah, but, like. 
Yeah, I get what you're coming from. Yeah, that's obviously way more damaging. These people committing fraud and like these people like in big businesses, you know. Enron, you know. Enron, yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't know the complete story about that, but I know they fucked over a lot of people. Yeah, no, they, they were bankrupt and shit. Inside trading and all kinds of stuff, and you know that. But I feel like insider trading happens all the fucking time. It does. Man. It does. And it's just one of those things that, like, I mean, you can't really. Because it's like a rumor, almost, you know? Mm-hmm. I saw this thing yesterday where, like, insider traders were, like... I mean, that shit's just rampant, you know? But it's like, you, you, like, hear these things, like, oh, this company's about to foreclose or whatever. They're about to sell off a bunch of shit, you know? And it's all these rumors, you know? And you can't convict... You can't convict someone for rumors, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. You you can't. You're right. 100% right. It's hard to find the source. When you have... Like, the Even more so when you have the money to... To afford the proper representation, yeah, then yeah. you're obviously going to end up in a better scenario. That's you know, a lot of like, things that fuck. That's that's one thing that fucks a lot of people is not is not being able to pay enough for a decent loan. Right, and a court appointed ain't going to do shit for you. Yeah. They're working. I mean, not for free, but unless you find like by some miracle one that gives like a shit. You know what I mean? But like, well, those are also people trying to benefit themselves by taking on a case they know is going to elevate their career. Right, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, get, yeah. you don't, you usually don't get pro bono on, on a lawyer that's doing well. Yeah. Won a lot of cases. Yeah. Is, is already established, you, you know. You gotta pay a lot of money for a fucking decent lawyer. Right, I mean, for instance, you and I could commit. Not even, I'm sorry, for like, not even for a decent lawyer. Sometimes you gotta pay money out, out the ass for someone that you realize that really is not a good lawyer. not doing shit for you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. 100%. Um, but I mean, like, I could commit a crime, and so and so, in a in a less or a worse off situation than I am, could commit the same crime, and I could get off with six months probation. Yeah. Whereas he's going to go to jail for two years. Yeah. You know, and just because I just because I have the money and he doesn't. Yeah. You know, and let's be clear here: this is just a scenario. I don't have the money for all that <laughs> shit, but I'm just saying. You know, in in those scenarios, like, and that's one of those things. How is that justice? I think people misconstrue on is that you know, you know, in, in some aspects, yes, I do believe that the system might be racist, but like, I don't think it's a racist thing. I think it's a classist thing. It's it's a fact that you can't afford to to prove yourself innocent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And most people they have to. They just don't have that privilege. You know, they don't have that privilege to pay enough. You know what I mean? So they just gotta go in there on their own and just deal with that shit you know right what i mean and so that's the difference between like a six months probation between like a two-year sentence or something like that you know what i mean oh 100 percent. like yeah race aside i mean racism exists and it happens i don't think it's as as prominent as we're being forced today you know i i think a lot of people will say shit like with any scenario but i don't see Anybody out hanging people or, yeah, right. or, I mean, even directly saying things to people's faces, right? you know, and I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, I think it's being misconstrued in, in how prominent it is in our society. Yeah. Like I don't, I just don't, and, and I live, I live in my world, so I'm speaking for myself. Like, I just don't see it. Uh, and the, I mean, this is New Braunfels, Texas, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. you know, th- there is a lot of people, a lot of older Older people, older mm-hmm. thinking people, things mm-hmm. like that, and I mean, I I see it all the time. Like everybody's friends when they're when they're communicating together, you know. 
now when they go home and are talking to their family or their friends, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. But it's kind of like me and you hanging out right now, and I'm going I'm going home and talking bad about you. You know, like yeah. is that racism? I don't think that's racism. I think that's just me being a fucked up person, a shitty person. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. Like. I don't you just know. say shit just because you don't like that person or something, you know? right? Like, Judging, yeah, exactly, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely, it's definitely a, a class issue. I feel like, yeah, man. Because like, I, I, I don't want to get too deep into this, but this might pull me in too deep into this. I don't fucking know. But like, there was this like twelve year old kid that was having a psychotic episode in Salt Lake City. This happened like a month or two. And ago. They killed him, and they killed him, dude. The police showed up and they killed him. He was like twelve years old, white mm-hmm. kid. Yep, you know. Well, I mean, even that one in Arizona, the dude was like an exterminator and he had a pellet gun. Yeah. And someone called the cops on him because they, I guess, saw him handling the gun or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, the cop literally assassinated, I mean, not assassinated, um, what's the word? It was like a firing line, dude. Yeah. You know? I mean. Did, do you remember, do you, I don't remember if you've ever seen that, that video of that, uh, the Tamir Rice video, that 12 year old black kid in like Chicago. Dude, the cop just pulled up right next to him and just shot him. Yeah. Got out of the car and shot him. Yeah, and we're, I mean, in, in black or white, in a scenario like that, like, where, how is that justified? It's definitely not justified, man. That's what I'm saying. It's you like, know, a, it's like, a, why, why isn't, why aren't they going to jail? Why, why are, and that's, that's what, I mean, maybe, like, I don't know the statistics, all right? But yeah, maybe police do target black people more. I'm not really sure, okay? But I, definitely believe that there's a police brutality problem and, and it's and it doesn't stem from race it stems from a, a power issue a power issue and, it, and it's the fact that these not all cops are pussies but there are pussy cops that like shoot people because they get scared right like, in the moment you know what i mean 100 percent. well i mean at the end of the day the way i see it shouldn't shouldn't a public servant be held to a higher standard than a citizen Most because you take on that responsibility Most right definitely like i mean it's like it's kind of to use a different scenario like football this whole concussion thing it cracks me up you literally sign a contract to play a contact sport yeah and then you want to try to sue a league when you get a concussion yeah like you you know you're running head-on into someone else. Well, the thing about that is that the NFL tried to cover that shit up for, like, 20, 30 years. Right. Well, and, and I mean, I understand the the argument there, which I agree with, uh-huh. is if you do get a concussion, yeah, then you need you need the proper care and you need to sit out however many games yeah. to, to properly heal from that. But at the same time, I don't want to hear you whine when you do get a concussion because mm-hmm. – that's like me jumping out of a plane and trying to sue or like going skydiving and trying to sue a company whenever my chute doesn't open. Right. You know, unless there's absolute neglect on them improperly like preparing my chute. Yeah. yeah. That that's what happens, dude. You're yeah. falling out of a fucking airplane, yeah. you know? Like Yeah, you put yourself in that position. Right. It's the same thing. It's like I understand. I mean, dude, I back the blue. Like I really do, you know, I I completely agree with the argument like take them away then what? We go to anarchy, like, I, I I understand that, I'm with it, but at the same time, you can't sign up for a dangerous job and then not expect it, or whenever danger does arise, like, yeah, you react inappropriately, yeah, you know what I'm saying, sure. like, it just doesn't need to be that way, yeah. and, and, and the unfortunate side of it is, is, you know, the select few, I mean, there's a lot of stories out there in terms of what we're talking about, 
but that is not a lot compared to the amount of people that dedicate their lives to protect us. Yeah. But those select few ruin. Yeah. The complete. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it affects everybody else, you yeah. know, and that that's where. That's a definitely, definitely a problem though. You know what I mean? Cause if, 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 Let's say like 80, 90% of cops are great people. You know what I mean? It's those 10% that just fuck it all up. That make those 80 or 90, like. Make them look like demons almost. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I mean, it just, for me, it, it, it's become, I'm not even for defunding the police, dude. I don't agree with that. Like, I think, I think think the funds need to be. I think the funds I, I, need to be redistributed. I, I don't, don't think I don't they. Think, I don't think money needs to be taken away. I, I don't think Comal County should own a tank. No, demilitarization that, is definitely something we should be. That's looking definitely at. a part of defunding, though, man. Because it's like these these cops are geared up to fucking go to war with us. You know what I mean? If they wanted to go with war with us, they'd be fucking strapped up, ready to go, boots on. You know what I mean? Right. That's dangerous. I think. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I understand you get you need to have like a handgun on you or something. But like a fucking AR-47, what are the fuck they are? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like dangerous weapons, you know, and like, what what are they being used against? Us? Yeah. Why 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 do you need a tank to pull up on me? Why do you need well, an AR fucking whatever to pull up on me? It's a cat and mouse game, man. You know, like... We're, I'm a tiny mouse! They don't need fucking AK-47s to 100%. Put, to, you know what I mean? 100%. But, I mean... It's it, it's it's something that definitely needs to be reevaluated yeah. and looked at. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think defunding is a, is a is necessarily the best term. I definitely think demilitarization yeah. of the police. Like you're right. And there's a whole history behind that, man. It's ever since like wars. I mean, like ever since 1945, whenever the World War II ended, it's this whole military like complex mindset. Yeah, yeah it, I don't think I don't think policing should be handled in the same way as as being in the military exactly, you know dude. but th- but the problem is is a lot of cops are ex-military yeah you know and and there's it, nothing wrong with that and not just that it's people that wish they were military so it's like they're kind of like wannabes you know what right. i mean well not and, and you see you know I, I saw it the last time i was in you see a lot of people that got bullied in high school or shit like that that go out and and be, be like they, they want the power you know yeah. they want to have that power over people yeah. and you know I understand that, mm-hmm. but that's not like, that's, that's not, not, right. that's not, you're fucking me- with people's lives. That's not a good mentality to have. Yeah. Yeah. And that needs to be weeded out. Yeah. You know, sure. like that needs to be a cop should wake up every day. In my opinion, knowing, knowing what, what their job entails, going out and doing so properly. And by all means, if you find yourself in a dangerous situation, you are equipped to handle it and you need to do so. Yeah. But there's a lot of situations out there. Nowadays, i.e. Arizona and and uh, Tamir, what price or rice? Rice, right. That you brought up. Um, excuse my ignorance, but <laughs> that uh, that that should not have ever gone down right. that way. Of course, of course. You know, yeah. like I mean, people like kneeling on people's necks for like ten minutes. I mean, you, yeah, it's obvious, like common sense, that you're gonna kill that guy if you put that much pressure on this guy's neck, where all his nerves are, all his fucking vital oh, veins. When you're in handcuffs, in handcuffs, you yeah. Know, like back to the Arizona thing. Like, how do you, you are literally telling and yelling multiple different commands at somebody with a gun pointed at yeah. you, so that it's a high stress situation. Yeah. In what I'm not a I'm not a police officer, never been through training, nothing. But I know damn well 
that you do not get trained to stand back with a gun pointed at somebody and tell them to crawl to you. You yeah. get them to get down on their – like he did. Yeah. With their hands out. Yeah. And then one officer, yeah, keep the gun pointed in case he does try to pull something funny. There were multiple officers there. He could have gone over and subdued him, got him in handcuffs, got him searched, and got the ha- the situation handled properly. What would have ended up happening is they would have let that guy go, mm-hmm. let him and his girlfriend go back in, yeah. and enjoy the night. Once yeah. they investigated and found out, hey, it's a pellet gun, he's an exterminator, he uses it to kill rats or whatever. That's a problem, man, is that they just take it to the extreme. They're like, fuck, this guy's got a fucking loaded handgun on him, and like, he's going to kill us unless I kill him first. Right. That's, and it's just, fuck, man, like, how, how do you, how do you bring people out of that mentality, you know, like? I don't know, man, I mean, like I said, I know it's a dangerous job, but it's also one that you volunteered to do. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it, you know, being in the oil field's dangerous. I just feel like they should be more, like, trained, I guess, you know what I mean, like, more properly trained and more, like, like, putting them in situation, like, like, simulations, you know what I mean? Like, right. Like, this guy's pulling, like, a real fucking handgun on you, what are you gonna do, you know, and they enact on that simulation, you know what I mean? And that's what I think needs to be happening more, you know, is these, like, training exercises that has cops to, like, actually, you know, encounter these situations without actually, like, being on the street, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Without it, someone's life involved. Exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. Not pointing a gun at someone and, like, reacting in that half a second, you know what I mean? Right. Which... Uh, dangerous, bro. It is. I mean, they, there's a lot of issues there, man. There really is, but, again, I, I, I support support police because it's just one of those things if they're not there then it's all anarchy it it is and you know and 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 even then you get mercenaries people that want to take matters into their own hands and that's just as dangerous Mm -hmm. you know as as a off the wall cop it would be weird to imagine a world or united states without cops because people would just be stealing raping murdering with no hesitation yeah i mean without any consequences you know, hundred percent. I mean, man, that's that. That is one of those issues that's very hard to. Uh, it's hard to get down to the root of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just, there's so many things that just aren't right. Yeah, and get a and get a final solution on it. You know, because there's there's multiple sides to every story. Yeah. But there's also been a lot of a lot of instances I've seen lately where it's just it's like, man, I don't even I. I I'd like to. I'd like to validate your actions, but there, there's no reason to. It's hard to you know? find, or, and that's what sucks about like, because cops always like they have the unions, you know, and they always like back the police, you know, like oh they had the right. Well, to that's, kill the that that that's, a, that's, that's the problem. That is that's the problem. Yeah, man. That needs to be. I mean, and it's a government job, mm-hmm. you know, at a state level or county level, depending, and it, it's a brotherhood, mm-hmm. which yeah. That that kind of falls into that military mindset to me. Like, right. You know, I understand in the military, that brotherhood, you're over in a different country fighting someone else's battle, and all you got is the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. You know, but, like, like, it's the same thing, man. I got a brotherhood of friends. Yeah. But if one of them fucks up and I know... Like, and I, and I don't agree with it or, like, whatever, I'm not going to sit there. It's like... It's like having a friend that goes out and picks picks uh, fights at bars. Yeah. You know, if you're the one out causing problems, I'm not going to have your back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you fucking let, you made your bed laying it. Yeah. That type of thing, you yeah. know? 
And that's, that's kind of how it needs to be. Like, I mean, there's a great video out there of a cop. He came in or got back or whatever. He's hammered drunk. And yeah, and they arrested him, right? Well, his his partner yeah, or his colleague or whatever it was like the was same like, department or something like that. Yeah, right? he's like, "What's going on with you, man?" And and yeah, all that, and and yeah. you know, and that that is, I mean, that's just that's good nature. Like that's how things should be. You yeah. know, you screw up, you're you're representing a county or a city or a state, depending, and. If you're you're gonna make us all look bad, I I can't let that happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it should. Yeah, I've seen a few videos like that where cops get pulled over by their buddies and like, dude, like Jason, what are you doing? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, why are you out here drunk as fuck driving? You know? In a cop car. In a cop car. In a fucking <laughs> in a shit. in a city owned cop car. You oh know what I'm God, saying? Bro. Like, that's that that's how it should be when it comes to these. Is like, honestly, if you pull some shit like that. Policing themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're a public servant, so mm-hmm. your your Overwatch is the public. Yeah, it's not your brother's back; it's the public. Right. So you you should you should be held to a higher standard mm-hmm. than you or I. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, like if I had a friend out there like murdering people, and like I realized that he was murdering people and shit, you know, I would fucking be like, "What the fuck?" and call the cops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. If there's a cop out there, like, it's crooked or has, like, racist tendencies or something like that, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? You know what I mean? You shouldn't be here because you're serving the public. You shouldn't have right. any biases. You know what I mean? You shouldn't, like, I don't know. It's just a complicated thing to talk about. And it's just, it is. It, is, it really is. Fuck, man. It, like, what? what's the solution? You know what I mean? It's a hard to find a solution. There's multiple, but that's... That's another issue, you know. But that's the thing is, like, people go, like, towards the extreme of defunding police completely or, like, banning police departments. And, I, and, I, and, we, and we what, saw- what does that lead to? You know what I mean? It, it, it'll lead to something more extreme, more vigilant. You know what I mean? More, like, up your ass. Yeah. You know, like, like uh, supervising the community, like, on this own malicious fucking mindset, I guess. You know what I mean? Instead we saw of having it. a police, you know? We saw it. With, it was it? I think it was... Washington or Oregon? Yeah. Where they created their own sovereign nation. Oh, yeah. There's like that four square block or whatever the fuck Yeah, it is. dude. And I mean, shit went wild there. Portland, Oregon, I believe. Yeah. yeah shit went wild there. Yeah. You know? I think it's and still going on, dude. No, they ended it. Oh, they, they, they went in and, and arrested, I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. as many as they could. But I mean, yeah. they're, they're wrecking businesses. Yeah. You know, they're out there. They're out there doing, you know, it's one of those things that like, I can get behind a cause, but whenever you're you're literally like destroying places to prove a point, you're destroying your own cause. Yeah, you know, like you're you're inwardly destroying yourself. And I heard this quote, and like I've like I've really like resonated with it. And it's, it's, it's riots are the are the voices of the unheard. People aren't listening, or like people in power aren't listening to these people, man. And that's why it turns into riots because they're not being listened to. It, it, it started out as a protest, probably. You know what I mean? It did. But like before that, it's just you know like they're not coming up with any solutions to the problems, and so they're just making it worse, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I like that quote. I really do because I think that's a hundred percent true. But you know, we've also drifted away from like. 
like certain aspects of history where there is such thing as as peaceful protest and getting your point across, you know. And well, okay. fuck, man, it, peaceful protests only go so far in this goddamn country, man. And it, it, you know, the civil rights in nineteen sixties, you know, it started out peaceful with Martin Luther King and shit, you know, but they fucking assassinated him. You know, the most peaceful guy in the whole United States, they assassinated him. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it, and so it's, it's, then it, 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 after that, you know, it turned into fucking riots. Yep. Of course. You know what I mean? And that's the voices of the unheard. They're yep. not being listened to. Their problems are not being listened to. They are part of the society as well. well same thing with Rodney King, man. April 26, 1992. Thank you, Sublime. Thank you, Sublime. <laughs> Shout out Sublime with Rome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that was before. For Rome. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying now. I saw, yeah. I saw him at concert like two years ago, man. That shit like changed my life. Was, oh, was dude, Sublime, Sublime's great. Not yeah. so much with Rome. Not that he, not that he's bad. He's not just that not he's the bad. Same. It's not the same, but he's still pretty fucking good, man. I yeah. fucking jammed the fuck out that whole concert, man. Yeah. Rome, he's got a pretty good voice, man. He does. Like no, him. I mean, he, he, he fit into the band really yeah, well. Yeah, he, he like, just fit in seamlessly. Almost. Not yeah. seamlessly. He definitely has like a different voice than what was his name, Bradley. Uh, I don't know his last name, but I don't yeah. Know, yeah, the guy who died in 1994 with the heroin overdose. He was the lead singer of Sublime. But uh, yeah, they came back with this guy Rome, and I don't know. It's what, not a bad band. Now I will say, Blink 182. Fuck the new Blink. What was that one band that like uh, they lost their lead singer? And, like, they found a new one in like on, like, American Idol or some shit like that. It's, like, fucking... Ah, I'm not what? sure on that one. It's the one with the fucking... That... Fuck. Oh, this is gonna bother me for the rest of the podcast. What type of music? It's, uh... Fuck, dude, I want to put... Ah, it's on the tip of my tongue. I hate it. Ah, just keep talking, dude. I don't fucking remember. Anyways, fucking police brutality... <laughs> I actually kind of like the direction we were going yeah, there with I the music. Too, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I just ah shit. Uh, nah, see, I rock me some Blink One Eighty Two. Right, hold on, it's that uh, it's that uh, Midnight Train going to nowhere, Boston. Is that Boston? I'm on the Midnight Train going. I forget. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, I know Boston. I don't recognize that. Just a small town boy. Oh, Journey. Journey! Yeah. Journey! Yeah, they found their new lead singer, like, on YouTube or something like that, because he was doing covers of their song. Yeah. And, like, the lead singer of theirs died, or I'm not really sure what happened. But they, like, got this guy on, and he, like, sounds the exact same, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of like the same with Sublime with Rome, you know what I mean? They found this guy, and he sounds great, you know what I mean? It's not the same, but he sounds pretty fucking good. You know? Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... I don't mind, like, I, I I like seeing bands persevere through shit like that, yeah. especially on a, on a hard loss, you know? Yeah. But, it, like, same thing with Blink, um, you know, I loved Blink-182 growing mm-hmm. up, and even whenever they did lose their original, I think it was their drummer, when they brought Travis Barker on, and, you know, he was, there's, they even wrote a song about him, and he was just a fuck-up, you mm-hmm. know, and they got rid of him. But I guess same thing with Tom. Like, he went off and did his own shit. But that new Blink-182 is awful. (laughs) It's fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awful. And you know what's funny, man? I went and they they played in uh, San Antonio at the AT AT&T Center. Yeah, shout out. And uh, 
I went, me and my mom, because my mom is where I got my music, music yeah. like from, and uh, I, I thought it was like a reunion, you know, so mm. the whole time, and we're sitting way up in the fucking, like the rafters, basically, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a badass reunion, yeah. they're playing all their old school songs. Some guy comes out you don't have no idea about. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know Blink-182 was, like, coming back at yeah. this time. Like, I just, I still listen to, like, Enema of the State and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit, you know? Take off your pants and jacket, like, all, <laughs> all the good albums. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, it was a letdown. Yeah. Not gonna lie, it was a huge letdown. Was, that sucks, man. Damn. That sucks. I, I, mean, hate, I hate when you listen to, like, a badass album and you, like, really vibe with it and then you go, like, see them in concert and it kind of, fucks up your like whole like yeah. ideology of them you know it's like fuck maybe they're not as great yep you know like like an album they you know, like the amount of like work goes into it and shit you know they got to make that sound perfect you know but then when they play it live it's like it's awful it's oh, like I've, what the fuck is that yeah, that's not what i heard on the album <laughs> i've seen multiple multiple people yeah. at acl because me and caitlin went about four years in a row three years in a row that's something badass. like that it, yeah. Man, I, I love, love it. I went to ACL in like 2012 or 13. Yeah. And I saw like, I saw Skrillex. I saw the Dixie Chicks. I saw fucking Stevie Wonder all in the same day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What an amazing day. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? We've seen Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'll tell you the saddest I ever saw was Willie Nelson, man. Oh. Uh, did it didn't play that great? It, he just can't. Yeah. He's old. Yeah, I saw him at, I saw him at the Whitewater like two or three years ago. It yeah. Wasn't, it, wasn't like, it was about that same year. Yeah. And it, man, it was just, it, it wasn't that he was bad. It's just, he's so old. Yeah. It's just yeah. time, you know, it's time for him to retire. Like, as sad as that is to say, I love Willie Nelson. It would have been cool to see him like 10, 20 years ago. Or oh, like yeah. Ago. Hell yeah. Did, have you, did you ever hear of Singer Hall? Of who? Sanger Hall. Yeah, no, I live right by there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the road. There used to be like a whole like dance hall there. Mm-hmm. There yeah. still is. Well, it's a fucking like nonprofit business now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they like set up shop in there. Like in my childhood memories, you know, because <laughs> yep. it's like right across Forty Six from here. You know, Sanger Hall Road, and yep. like, Willie Nelson would play out there sometimes. Man, it'd be badass, man. So many cars out there. We'd go out there and like listen to them and just. Not even, like, buy a ticket to go in. Just, like, park outside and listen to them and shit. So fucking cool, man. Like, back in my childhood, man. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's a non-profit business. Which is cool. You know, they, like, give mattresses to, like... Like, I'm not really sure. They give mattresses out. Isn't that really sad, sure. man? It's kind of sad. Yeah, like, that place used to be a bar. It used to be, like, so much energy in that place, you know? And now it's, like, just turned into this office. Which I mean, all of 46, dude. Like, I mean, you know where I live, which is a new neighborhood... But, I mean, when we moved in there, it was cornfields yeah. all around us. Uh-huh. And I didn't know this, but the builder that built our house owned those cornfields and were leasing them to the farmers. So now they're ready to build. So, like, dude, if you go, you know where Piper Road is? Yeah. Okay. So that that's, like, the back way into my uh-huh. neighborhood. Uh-huh. It was all cornfields on the right side, neighborhoods yeah. on the left. Yeah. That's all, like quickly getting developed right yes, now. Yes, dude, yes. It, like, across from Canyon Middle School off of, uh, like, 1101 or whatever it is? Uh, no, it's right there. No, 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 but I'm talking about something else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same that, thing, yeah. It used to be cornfields. Now it's all apartments. Mm-hmm. I remember being in middle school, man, like, walking to Comal Farms, like, walking to those cornfields. I used to 
close my eyes and just run through the fucking cornfields because I know I wouldn't hit anything. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was almost like a freeing experience. experience well, and it's me. they're hovering over you, so like you're just kind of in this yeah, like little. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. You're just like running through them, man. And now, now you do that, you run into a building or some yeah. cars, you know, or some kid on his bike or something. Yeah. Even Fry High, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, over yeah. where Fry High is, that new medical center and all that shit, like... All of Creekside, man. It's just that, growing so fast, dude. I don't even remember what Creekside looked like before it started, like, building all that out there, you know what I mean? I used to... So, back in high school, one of my best friends, he went to uh, Canyon, and we used to go... You know where Bretzky Lane is? Sure. You say sure as in you do know, or you're just... More or less. <laughs> so, a buddy of mine lived off there, and we used to go over to his house, and I never participated. I'm not a, not a huge fighter, but... And there would be, like, these after-school, you know, late-night brawls where someone would get Little some beers. Yeah. yeah, and you'd throw on the MMA gloves, you know, yeah. like, not the boxing gloves, but, like, the little padded knuckles and yeah. all that shit. And you'd go over there and just, like, watch people fight. Yeah. You know, and it was... It was like driving out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, you didn't know where you were, uh-huh. you know, all that kind of stuff, but now it ain't there anymore. Now there's a target there. <laughs> now there's a target there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like, man, I can't even, I don't even remember what that place looked like before all that shit sprung up, you know? It was like 10 years ago, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's crazy. All I can remember is cornfields out the ass. Yep. That's all I remember. But now it's all this different developments, beef. dude. The what? The it's, developments? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. All these developments nowadays. So many fucking new apartments, dude. So many new duplexes on these cornfields that used to be out there. You know, it's crazy how new yep. is just... I guess you got to find somewhere to grow, you know? Well, I mean, even the city... I read an article the other day, which, I mean, directly affects me. They're talking about raising um, utilities for no other reason than just to deter people from being here. Ha! <laughs> Ain't that some shit right That's there? Like hilarious, dude. That's kind of fucked up for you, though. Yeah. Because you live there. I'm a property <laughs> owner here. Like that's yeah. that's it's screwed up. It is what it is. I mean, we're gonna we're only here for another year, maximum, because Caitlin's gonna take us wherever we're gonna end up. But it's just it's one of those things. It's like, dude, it's it's growing that fast. I mean, it's it's. One of the n- number one growing cities in the United States. Yeah, it's one of the gross, yeah, the fastest, fastest growing. growing. Yep. Yeah. And it's like number two in the whole nation, dude. Yeah, dude, That's it's so insane. surprising. Yeah. I mean, it, it is and it isn't, man. There's so much. Well, I mean, this city has to offer living in between. That's what I always feel like is living in between San Antonio and Austin is like people fed up with like living in the cities and shit. So they, and they move out. They, yep. they move somewhere in between, which is here in New Braunfels, which is, you know, a very nice place. You know, we got like the lakes and you know, the rivers and shit, you know, go tubing, whatever the fuck, you know, but fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially during summertime, man. Like, God damn it, dude. I'm so tired of tourist season, dude. Yep. I hate living in a tourist town, man. Because it's like you're chill for like you nine don't, months. You don't have your city when it's when you want to. Nah, yeah, especially during summertime when like it's it's the most beautiful, you know, especially around here. You know, it's beautiful outside. You know, it might be hot as fuck, but, you know, going to that river and coming out and just chilling in the sun. Mm-hmm. Man, there's not much better feelings out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so many people just come out here just for that, you know, and it's like, fuck, man. Man, I used to lifeguard down, down at the uh, tube chute. Yeah. And, I mean, it was crazy back then. But I can't imagine being a lifeguard now, dude. Oh, dude, that'd be so stressful, I feel like. Just having to keep watch of all those fucking people. Well, see... And, like, every year someone drowns. 
the 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 way the tube shoot works is the busier it is, the easier your job is. Really? Yes, because if someone does flip, there's a shit ton of other tubes for them to come and grab up onto. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it's empty, like, dude, I'll, I'll tell you right now, man, I've seen some crazy shit on that river. One of, well, multiple yeah. times, it amazed me how many parents would bring, like, six month and under newborns on the river. First of all, you shouldn't have a newborn out in the sun like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then there were at least two times that I can think of off the top of my head, thank God they worked out, you know, okay. But where the parents are, would flip with their six-month-old in the fucking – in their arms, and they're trying to save themselves. I mean there was one dude where, like, they had the baby over their head, yeah. barely out of the water while this dude's trying to, like – Dude, that's what I do with my cigarette when I go down the tube shoot. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, li- no life jacket on him, nothing. That's so irresponsible. Man. Exactly. And there was one time uh, – unfortunately, we had a, uh, a dog drown, a pit bull, oh. and it did – it was the weirdest thing, dude. So but isn't it like a weird vortex right there at the tube shoot? It is, yeah. Yeah, right. So the obligation of, of a lifeguard is humans. Uh-huh. It's it's your discretion to save a dog. You know right, what I mean? Right. And I would. Yeah. I, I'm, course, a, I'm a huge dog course, lover. Yeah. But this dog went under and never fucking came back up. Oh, and it was man. a family of four. It got wedged in between some rocks, unfortunately. Oh man. And a family of four, dude, and they just floated down the river like nothing happened. They didn't even wait for us. Like, I, I, I told my boss I had to get off stand. I didn't want to watch them pull this dog out, you know? Yeah. And they just threw it in the fucking dumpster right there. Like, God no big deal, damn, dude. dude. No big deal. And I was just like, dude, how, like, God, how dude. could you do that? How could you just float float on down the river, you know? And due to your own irresponsibilities, you have to, like, Right. I mean, first of all, that would have ruined my river trip. I'm not going to enjoy myself the rest of it. that would have ruined, like, my whole fucking year, dude. Yeah, dude. It's like having, like, trying to have fun and then end up killing your family dog, And there's two kids. It's a family of four. It was the craziest thing, dude. And they didn't even care? No. They grabbed their tubes and, like, we were like, yeah. A diver went down and found it and gave them the news and they just, all right, floated on down. I was like... God damn. How do you do that? That's so cold-hearted. It is. That's just, fucked up. I don't understand it. I don't. Hey, Sam, I'm going to grab a beer real quick. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I'll put it on pause real quick. Hold up, because I got to take a piss, so let's take a little, little break right. real quick. Sounds good. All right, we're back. Okay, had to take a little quick look, little piss break, whatever. Fuck you. Okay, so uh, now, today, it's the same segment I do with all my guests. I got to ask him this very deep question. I'm very interested in your, your answering because everyone has their own different answers on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to know what you define as God or religion or your spirituality, whatever you believe in, man. I just um, want to know. I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm more spiritual than anything. I, uh, I think having a kid will change that for me. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll, I mean, we'll see. I, uh, I don't. I don't believe in a higher being per se. I think that exists in us, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I just, I don't like the idea that someone else is responsible for the actions and, and decisions that you make. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a, a cheap way out of dealing with your own self, which is another conversation to be had. But, I mean, 
again, I grew up religious. We went to church. It slowly drifted off. As we got older, we only started to do holidays. And, and just the way that I, that I interpreted religion was, it, it, it was, again, a facade for a lot of people, a way, the good thing, a, a way to, to interact with the community, mm-hmm. which is a positive, yeah. but as well as I feel like it adds this aspect to people where it puts you above somebody else. Yeah. And cause isn't that what like religious people think is that God is like just judging people 24 seven. Yeah. But I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I can get behind that. Like if you want to, if you want to separate, separate that from yourself, that's fine, but you can't do both. Like, I don't think you can, I don't think you can put that responsibility on a higher being while you continue to do so as well. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if, if that's how it is, if, if, if only God can judge me, um, in air quotes, is how it works, then only God can judge everybody else. So I don't think that's your place to do so. Yeah, to judge other people. You know, there's just a lot of, and I, and I again, non-denominational, it, it was very anti-judgmental. It was more of the congregation of people that I had a problem with than mm-hmm. the, you know, the pastor standing up there and, and speaking to us. I, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, it's I'm, a deep question to answer. It know? is. I'm a morbid person, I guess. As we, <laughs> as we talked about earlier, I I think like for me, I want my funeral to be a party. I want I want a celebration of life, mm-hmm. not a mourning. Yeah. You know, I know it's going to happen because that's just that that it's is life. how it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah people you know, are any, miss you. You know, anybody leaving is is it's a sad, a sad scenario. Yeah. But at the same time, like the one thing I could ask out of people is to celebrate what I, what life I did live Mm -hmm. and, and whoever was involved in that life and move on with that. Like I'm, I'm more of a, I mean, I'd, I'd prefer to, to in the end be cremated and spread out. But if you're going to bury me, like bury me and plant a tree on top of me and let me, let me live through that tree. You know, like I'm, I'm a firm believer. And again, I think it's fact, but Others might disagree. Like energy is not created nor destroyed, mm-hmm. and my energy, the way that I, the way that I can give back, is providing the energy for something living what to you, continue on. Sorry, this is kind of an off-ball question, but what do you think happens to the soul after it departs from the body? Um, man, I know it's a difficult question to answer because I mean, like, who the fuck knows? You know what I mean? It's all speculation. I, I, I don't think it's so much what happens to you after. I think it's what happens when you're here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You, you definitely, know? but I'm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's not what I'm asking. You know, it, it's, it's let me let me work, let me talk about where I'm coming from. I feel like when when the soul departs in the body, it's like it, it, it's almost like a like an explosion. Almost, it just spreads out to everywhere, to every single thing, and it, it, it and it it it, uh, it collects into this giant collection of energy of life. You know what I mean? And and I think that's something that like maybe like we don't understand, or like scientists don't really understand because they're really like like fact-based and shit, you know what I mean? But this is like spiritual shit. And you can't really put numbers on like that type of shit, you know what I mean? Well, and, and, and like, I feel like whatever the soul leaves the body, it fucking explodes into a million different pieces and it goes into whatever this cloud is, kind of like iCloud, you know what I mean? All this information, you know what I mean? But it's just souls, you know? And it, it, it gets it gets deposited wherever it lands, you know what I mean? Whether it be on Earth, whether it be in, into space or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? But it's, like you said, like, energy cannot be destroyed nor created, you know what I mean? And so we all, like, turn into this 
This cloud, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I I think I have a better understanding of your question, and I'm gonna reiterate. I think your soul, in in terms of existing after you're gone, is what you do when you're here, not when you die. I think your soul goes with you, and. I consider soul energy, and the reason I say that is because, think about it this way, and I know I know everybody can relate to this at some, some sort of level, but I'm going to speak to you directly. Mm-hmm. When you meet people, mm-hmm. you can directly read their energy and yeah, feel... Their aura, you or can, whatever you, it is. You, you can almost, and, it, and, th- and I'm not talking about narcissists or anything like that, I'm talking about genuine people, you can almost tell whether you're going to get along with somebody... Or whether you're not, yeah. Just by the first conversation, you mm-hmm, know, it, mm-hmm. it goes back to first impressions being everything. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be a conversation. It's just how you. Sometimes I. It's, maybe it's a judgment type of thing, but it's just, it's just like right. You know, like this guy's like not on par with me or something like that. Right, I mean, and and I don't, man. I don't think you take nothing with you when you go. Right. I think I think when you go, you know, I'm. I'm going to go a little Joe Rogan here. Like, mm-hmm. I think DMT is natural, and I think your brain creates it. And I think that's exactly what you experience yeah. whenever you pass. And I think that's where, you know, the fortunate ones that get get close to death and are able to come back is where they get that God complex from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I saw this. or I was watching this thing on Facebook earlier today. It was about this guy. He, like, this skater dude. He got... Like shot with a shotgun like three different times in three different places like in his arm and his chest and on his head and he survived all that and like it really like fucking like he was dying you know like he was saying like like he was going to sleep like and it felt like almost like peaceful for him to go to sleep instead of like but then like his mind like woke up and he's like hey you gotta fight this cause you're fucking dying you know what I mean yeah and like but like sometimes I feel like maybe death is like comfortable no, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. And I, and for me specifically, again, I think kids are going to change a lot of what I'm saying today. I'd love to re, like, bring this up again after mm-hmm. I have children. Yeah. But for me specifically, I'm, I'm not saying I'm ready to die. But if it were to happen today, yeah. I'd be comfortably, I'd be comfortable with it. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like a. Like me in high school where like, oh, I got all this I need to do, you know, mm-hmm. like. And that's almost like a selfish thing, kind of, you know, it's it's like, would you put yourself in the line of fire for someone else, you know? Some people would say Select no. few people, yeah. Some people would say no, or a lot, most people would say like, fuck that. Nah, I feel know? like it's the opposite. Most people would say yes, but. Not given, act on it. Yeah, given the actual opportunity. It, they wouldn't, they wouldn't it. Yeah. yeah, I mean. I don't know, man. I'm I'm a spiritual person, and my spirituality comes from the exact place I'm at, the planet I'm on, things like that. Mm-hmm. The, you know, my wife mm-hmm. gives me a lot of spirituality, and and by that you mean like what love, happiness, joy, or what? All three of those. Yeah. But more than that, dude. Like it, it resonates beyond that. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to explain because it's like a connection type of thing. Right. It's just one of those things with her that I, it makes me think differently than I did before, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And 
not in the sense of like there's a higher being and th- this is predestined and we were meant to meet. I don't think that at all. Yeah. You know, I, you know, we've all made mistakes, including me. And I think my mistakes as well as my gains mm-hmm. have led to me being where I'm at. Yeah. And I don't think that's attributed to anything above. I don't mm-hmm. think that's predestined. I don't think I have a set path. Yeah. Because I mean, for me to combat that logic, I wake up every day and I can either choose to go to work or not choose to go to work. And each could lead down a fucking rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the the taught, instilled part of me, yeah. I wake up and I go to work. Yeah. You know, if I don't, I lose my job. Not to say good couldn't come from that yeah. down the line. But I know, like a calculator, I calculate my decisions. Mm-hmm. And figure out what's the best to make. Right. You know, sometimes I'm flawed and I don't make the best decisions. Mm -hmm. But that's not anybody else's fault Mm -hmm. other than my own. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? And the thing that I do play into that is back to the, you know, only God can judge me or you type of thing. I do play into that, man. You got your own shit and you're dealing with your stuff and you got your life to live and you got your choices to make and you yeah. got your mistakes to make. Yeah. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think that's on you. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with someone up above. Mm-hmm. That's on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Definitely. So I, you know, I, I again, my grandparents would kill me if they listen to this shit, but it's just, it's genuinely how I feel. Like, yeah. it, it's not, I'm responsible for myself. And I think it's very, not to hate or judge anybody, but I think it's very cheap to put your mistakes and your burdens on something you can't even show me a picture of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that everybody needs to gain that responsibility and deal with that the way they need to deal with that. Yeah. If that's through friendship, great. Like, I mean, I, I suggest finding a healthy way of dealing with it, but I don't think that's, I think it's very unfair to just be like, Oh, well, this was meant to happen. Good or bad, you mm-hmm. know? Cause it's not like, I think you need to, I think you need to own when something's good. And I think you need to own when something's bad. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you fuck up, that's on you. Mm-hmm. If, if something good happens, that's also on you, man. Congratulations. You know, yeah. that's, that's, it's not predestiny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, sure. I mean, sure. as a good example, dude, I'm, I'm a kitchen rat mm-hmm. like you, but recently I've, I'm apprenticing and I know this sounds dumb, but there's money to be made and there's a career to be had cleaning and servicing pools, mm-hmm. you know, under, under this beautiful person man he's a great great not even just in terms of a career but in terms of person of life yeah you know he's a great person to be around he stimulated my life immensely made me realize my value like we talked about earlier like just on multiple levels you know and i mean call me atheist call me whatever you want but no i don't think that's attributed to god i think that's me Fortunately, in this scenario, making the right decisions. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas in, in other scenarios, you know, we can delve into, 
I've made wrong decisions. Yeah. And, you know, there's consequences that come with those. It's all about following the path, man. Right. It's whether you stray from that path or you stay on that path, you know what I mean? Right. And then maybe, you know, there's little detours on that path, but you, you still got to go through them and, you know, you still wind up on that path. Yeah. I mean, I don't think spirituality comes from a... I think it comes from the self-growth type of thing. I, I Honestly, like you know? I said, man, you're, you, with your soul and with your spirit, I think that carries on with what you do when you're here. Yeah. It has nothing to do with what you do when you leave. Yeah, for sure. Nothing. Yes, of course. Yes. You know, you, you, could, you could lock yourself in a room for your whole life and not interact with anybody and die. And no one will know. No one will care. No one will have a story to tell about you. Yeah. No one will, you know, have a tear to shed over you, a smile to give for you. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. But when you go out and you put yourself out in the world and doing what we're doing now, you know, just just talk to somebody or open a door for somebody. I mean, yeah. for Christ's sakes, dude, that's that's become like a an uncommon act, you know? And yeah, shit sure. like that, like those little things, again, mm-hmm. back to the very beginning of this episode, like, it, they matter. Yeah. They resonate, you yeah. know? And you don't know what someone's going through. Just just simply smiling at them could make mm-hmm. their day better. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think your soul and I, your spirit lives on, you I know? I think it's important to be 100% of you all the time because you never know when someone's going to pick up on what you're doing, and you're, you know what I mean? Sometimes you may say... You know, some stupid shit, or sometimes you may say... But you gotta own it when you do. You gotta own it when you do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you say some enlightening shit, and some people pay attention to that. But the thing is, people pay attention to everybody. You know what I mean? All their little subtle actions, and all the things that they do, you know? And it's it's definitely like a... I think it's a learning thing, you know? It's just so many different types of people in this world, and every single type has, you know variation of life you know what i mean and it's you know i can't see all that you know what i mean so like it's very important i think to talk to people about things that they don't ever really talk about you know what i mean because it's it's you need to put that out there you know good or bad you know what i mean you have to define yourself who you are yeah in this world in order to for other people to find you you know what i mean i guess but like you know i don't know I don't give a fuck if people agree with me or not. I mean, at the end of the day, like, mm-hmm. everybody's everybody's entitled to their own opinion, you know? And, and that's what I hope comes out of this, Sam, is that you get people that disagree with me. Mm-hmm. And you get, you get different opinions and things like that because that's what's important. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Is, is a difference of opinions, it matters more than all of us coming together and agreeing. The the line there is, like you said earlier, whenever that moves you further and further apart. When you as a human or as a person cannot sit and say, hey, he's entitled to think this way. Just as I'm in, as, as entitled to think this way. But because he thinks this way and because I think this way doesn't necessarily mean we can't coexist or get along. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, mean, I think that's, that's I think what, that's crucial, dude. Isn't that what yin and yang is? is yeah, you, you gotta have perfect symphony in order for the whole to exist. Well, I mean, it's it, I always tell Caitlin this because she she stresses out when shit's bad. I always say, look, it's like a parabola. Mm-hmm. You know, when when shit's bad, things are about to be good. Yeah. When you need to worry is when shit's really good. 
Because yeah. something bad's about to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And It's and weird how this, the energy in the universe kind of works that way. It, it, everything's a balance, bro. It yeah. has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why someone wins and someone loses. It's because it has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. And when it's not, welcome to 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Tay, I think that's a perfect ending to our podcast. I think so too, man. I mean, I don't know how else to say it because, yeah. like, Tay, I want to thank you for being on. You're a very enlightening person, and I would love to have you on anytime, bro. Yeah, you just you ask, I'll be here, man. I hope hope you guys out there enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, we had fun, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I love this shit. Just talking down, just talking with people. Yeah, yeah. this was a great way to spend a Friday off. I'll tell love you that. It, Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, bro. I, I could have played Call of Duty all day, but <laughs> here you are talking to me. <laughs> this is, man, this I'm telling you, man, this has been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. I appreciate you having me on. Awesome, man. You know, especially this early on in it. For sure, bro. For sure, yeah. you're one of my homies, bro. And you're very enlight- you're a very enlightening person, and that's that's why I respect you so much because you have a wisdom about you that you know not everyone has. You know what I mean? Or not people that like you know. Not a lot of people understand it. You know what I mean? And there's so many people that could learn from just this conversation. Yeah. Well, I hope they do, man. I hope someone gains something from it. Yeah, I do too. You know, for sure. For I sure. hope someone gains something from every single one of your episodes, bro. Because that's <laughs> that's the point. You Hell know? yeah, bro. I appreciate and, that, man. Based off of what I've experienced here, this has been – if someone does gain something, it's going to be a positive thing. Yeah, it's not for sure. not pushing a, pushing an a, a agenda or, you know, force-feeding some somebody shit. It's just open the, conversation. This has been a podcast about Tay. I appreciate it, Sam. Yes, I appreciate you, Tay. All right, guys. Uh, tune in to next episode. This was a good episode. Me and Tay, Taylor Head. All right, guys. Have a good one.